<laughs> I sit here alone and I wonder why that I'm clueless. Does <laughs> that look good? Sure, why not? What's up, everybody? Hey! Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. This is a podcast about amazing drinks that we pair with amazing movies. And I'm speeding through this shit because uh, it's hot in here and I'm wearing a flannel. Are you ready to drink? I'm ready to drink. I am ready. I to drink. Have, I am it's been ready. a week. I am ready to drink. Um, I had a quite a uh, tough week this yes. week, you guys. Yes, you did. I lost a member of my family, my dog that I've had for fourteen years. Mm. Had to put him down, and it was it was a tough. It was a tough week. Mm. You know that I I am a, a cocktail girl, and I was drinking straight whiskey on the rocks. That's really? where I was. Yeah. I was surrounded by friends, Matthew, okay. who helped me come up with today's drink. Thank you, Matthew. In honor of Will Smith, the dog, my baby boy. We talked about him on this podcast. We have. Before. We have. And I have talked to Will, Will Smith about Will Smith, the dog. So mm-hmm. he's famous. So I made this drink up called... Rolling with the homies. In honor of my homie, who used to roll with me everywhere. Oh, that's really sweet. Okay, so this is what is in this, Okay. We have one ounce of bourbon, one ounce of pomegranate liqueur. You're going to put some raspberries in the bottom. You're going to muddle that shit. Add a little bit of lemon zest and a little bit of lemon juice in that. And after you muddle, you're going to put it all in in there and shake it up with half an ounce of cranberry juice. And then you're going to strain it into cool wine glasses. You can put raspberries and a lemon on it for garnish. And you're going to top it with... Of course, my favorite thing. Yes, ever. you do. Champagne. And you guys, I created this thing. This was not a, uh, a recipe I found. I like it. Just me it and Matthew. similar to like some sangria or something like that. I'm hoping it's going to taste pretty good. So we, we're going to see. Give me that pop. All right, you ready for that? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Robin, you're okay. What a nice pop. <laughs> That's a nice pop. Ooh, it looks really good. Oh, I'll take half of... <laughs> Woo! Ah, fuck it. Just go for yeah, it. Yeah, man. You're going to drink this. And if you don't, I'm going to drink it. Okay. <laughs> so you haven't tried this yet? I have not tried this yet. Oh, Matthew. What are you doing to us? Yet. We were initially supposed to do Hennessy, but I thought I had Hennessy and I don't. So I changed it up a little bit. I don't think we've ever had Hennessy on this podcast. We have once Hennessy player for how high. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes time. sense. I got you. So well, here is to my baby boy, Will. Cheers to Will. My homie I rolled with. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. Zenobia strikes again. That's a good drink. You guys, I haven't even tried this. I just, it that's blew just, it down. Mm-hmm. And this actually tastes really good. I like the muddled raspberries. That's really, really good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. On a lighter note. Mm. It is our last episode of 90s month, 90s September, mm-hmm. uh, and we got a good one for you guys. This is just a good old-fashioned, great 90s, fun-ass movie. Are you trying to skip over something? No. But you are. What did I? Oh, yeah. What? Is there a history to... I guess I kind of just told you <laughs> We just did a history on Rolling with the Homies cocktail. Rolling with the Homies. Yeah, let's do it. You're ready. Right. Here's just a little bit of history on pomegranate liqueurs. Mm. We've used this the second. This is the second time we've used it. So. There you go. So I'm gonna give you a little bit. So pomo, 
pomegranate liqueur. It is made with all natural pomegranate juice and premier vodka and a touch of imported tequila. Vodka and tequila? And pomegranate juice. My stomach is going to be so mad. I When I read that, I was like, God damn it, tequila? Vodka? Shit. So those two. Okay. It can be mixed with champagne like we have it today. Or you mm. can just have it with champagne and stuff, which I have done that here. And it, it is really good because it's has that sweet kind of like tart taste. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make a pomegranate Cosmo. So you can use that in your Cosmos. Or uh, you can make a Pema Mojito. There you go. And I think I'm going to try that one. I like Definitely. that. Pomegranate mojitos. Yes. I think it's going to be good. Yes. Pomegranate has like three times more antioxidants than red wine and green tea. And it also has a lot of vitamin C. So if you didn't know that, we're taking a little bit of medicine today with this. Yeah. And that's a little bit of her story on the liqueur and on how I made this drink. That might have been your fastest herstory ever yeah i didn't really have much to dive into this week has been uh, intense so i didn't do as much research as i wanted to on this amazing movie that we are picking today i got you it's still a, a damn good drink mm-hmm. mm. taking my medicine so we are doing clueless i picked this movie to round out our high school girl movies so we have done heathers and mm-hmm. we've done mean girls and now we have done clueless and all the other ones are just remakes. <laughs> For real. <laughs> some of them are good, some of them not so much. Not so much. You know, they're kind of like a Monet. It's like painting, see? From far away, it's okay, but up close, it's a big old mess. It's just, just a big, a big old, old mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. That's guys. pretty good. All right, so you ready for the stats? Mm hmm. So this movie came out July 19th. 1995 summer blockbuster what and i at the time was in oakland california in 95 town yep visiting family you know that's where my fan bam's from oh okay i thought you meant you were living out there oh hell no uh not that i don't (laughs) want to live there but no i was not living there sorry it's it's expensive (laughs) not back then so in 95 i was out there visiting family Okay. And my mom took me and my two older cousins to go see this movie. And I, I like totally it. remember going. Every time I pass that theater, I'm always like, oh my God. That's where I saw Clueless. That's where I saw Clueless. And The Man Changed in the Iron Mask. And a couple other ones Leo. there. Yeah. <laughs> Every summer I come, we end up watching something. So the budget, I think, is $20 million. You think it is? Because I've seen different... Things. Now, IMDb says that it's $12 million. That kind of doesn't uh, sound right. I mean, it may. It may. I don't know. I got two con- like numbers for it. So I mean, that's the filmmaking system yeah. in general. That's the studio system. Yeah. They always lie about how much it really cost. I don't know. Sometimes they say it was a bigger budget to generate more people into the seats. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not so much. Now, being that this cast was not hugely known at the time, I wouldn't be surprised if they did get away with that $12 million budget, especially in 95. Okay. Well, I didn't do the conversion for $12 million. I only did for twenty. Okay. So, if, if I am correct, it's $20 million, <laughs> and that would be $33 million today. It did make $56 million, 
which would be $93 million today. Nice. That's and a win. It's a win. So I made some money, especially off of me. And <laughs> so here we go. So you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Let's see what they have to say. Critics. Bitches. 79%. Audience, 76%. Uh-huh. Zenobia, 95%. 95? I think it still holds up. It's the same things happen, except that the phones are smaller and it's more tech. Wow. But if you made it today, she would still have a computer moving her closet around, mm-hmm. you know. And like we said, it's kind of like Mean Girls. They even do similar things, like where she's showing tie everywhere where everyone sits, you know. And that's the Persian Mafia. You can't hang with them unless you own a BMW. Like showing where everyone sits in the quad. And a lot of movies, I feel like I've dived into it. The fashion... They've stolen from this movie for yeah. sure. You see people making music videos inspired by this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is. It is. And it still holds up. I got you. I like it. Maybe 91. I'll give it a 91. 95 <laughs> is going to I'll give it a 85. It's a good movie. It's a solid B for me. You know, only because of certain things that I see in the movie. Like, I can see where they've done ADR and, like, just little snippet things like that in the filmmaking side of things. Geek. <laughs> Just fine with you. That's messed up. But that's the uh, that's the stance. Mm-hmm. I um, I will say that this is not the first high school movie that our director has made. Nope. Before we get to that though, mm-hmm. it's time for the motherfucking drinking game. <laughs> yes. So here's. I was the... savoring my drink as you were saying it. <laughs> I know. Let me get my drink. Ready. Sing it, girl. So here is the motherfucking tricky game. Mm. You gonna take one simp when you see them shopping. Nice. Which happens quite often. Yes. It's like, do you have buyer's remorse or something? <laughs> Dude, what's wrong? Are you suffering from buyer's remorse or something? God, no, nothing like that. It's just that. This jacket is the James Dean or Jason Priestley. <laughs> Carpe Diem, okay? He looked hot in it. Which, who the fuck is Carpe Diem? Doesn't that... It's, yeah, seize the day. That's the term, Carpe Diem. Okay. I don't know who, what, how she's trying to say that, well, she's what clueless. She say, she's clueless. Yeah. What she is saying is... Carpe Diem, oh okay? You looked hot in it. Really? It doesn't matter. You look, you know, you look good. You're going to take one simp. When Cher makes her dad be healthy. Uh-huh. So when she stops Daddy, him from eating. Daddy, you need your vitamin C. Daddy. Cher, please don't stop with the juice again. Daddy, you need your vitamin C. They promised that we'd go meet, see them in uh, Malibu. It's been a couple months now, so I said we'd go out to Malibu. Don't tell me those brain dead lowlifes have been calling again. They, they are, are your parents. parents. He's so grumpy. He's <laughs> <laughs> a grumpy lawyer. <laughs> um, you're going to take one simp. When you see bad driving. Oh, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I leave him a note? Mm-hmm. Hello, that was a stop sign. Hello, that was a stop sign. I totally paused. I have to say we were supposed to have a guest on this week, my friend Daniel, since um, I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And me and him have been quoting this movie ever since this movie has dropped. We've been quoting it to each other. And that is the line that we say to each other all the time. Hopefully he'll be on another show. He does listen. Hey, what's up, boo? Yes. So, here we go. So you're going to take one simp when Cher is in class. 
Share. Present. I guess we established that during attendance. Doesn't matter which class. It does not She's matter. Usually in debate. She's in usually Mr. She's Hall. Mr. Hall's class. Or she's in guys, Miss Guy's class. Miss Guy's. Or Miss Stoger. Teach? History or. I don't. All she, she's just an activist. She's an old know. hippie. I love her. <laughs> she's really sweet. All right, so you'll take one stamp when D has a new hat. Nice. She got a lot of them. She got a lot of hats. I like that little skull cap that she's wearing. I like the skull. That one's really cute. I like that one, too. The little lace one. Mm -hmm. You don't like the little Dr. Seuss hat? Shopping with Dr. Seuss? Well, at least I wouldn't skin a collie to make my backpack. Not as much, no. <laughs> no? No. She has some good hats. I, I'm going to give her that. You're going to take one simp when you hear, Rolling with my homies. Rolling with the homies. Yep. Yeah. Sherry, can you do this? Rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, let's do it. You ready? <laughs> Rolling with Elton's the homies. Elton's deep ass voice. Can yeah. You do this? Rolling with the homies. <laughs> yes, in honor of our drink that we were drinking. So take a sip. Anytime you hear the song, hear somebody talk about the song, you simp on it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so you're going to take a simp. Every time Cher has a new outfit. I mean, I get up, I brush my teeth, and I pick out my school clothes. And there's yeah, a lot, lot of outfits. outfits. <laughs> Whole lot of outfits. I'm just like any normal teenager. I get up, I, I brush, brush my, my teeth, teeth, and I, I pick, pick out my school clothes. clothes. I always dreamed that I'd have that closet one day. So you're going to take one simp when you see as okay. Whatever. Oh just said. Mm. Whatever. Ew! Get off of me! Ugh! As if. Oh my God. So Any many. Of them. Oh no! It's with that the greasy skater dude. Like he comes up and like immediately puts his arm around. Like motherfucker, that wasn't even acceptable in the eighties. Ugh! As if. It's high get school. You know, he's like, hey, what's up, hey? Do that shit in high school, you? I don't know. Only do that in the movies. It's a movie. So you gonna take one simp when you see someone wearing plaid. <laughs> so the flannel shirt deal, is that a nod to the crispy Seattle weather or are you just trying to stay warm in front of the refrigerator? Uh, Including us who are both wearing some plaid. We're suffering again. It's, yep. It's still hot in LA, so we're sweating just a little bit. I'm even wearing my, my thigh high socks to go with it. Mm -mm -mm. Let me see the thigh hat socks. Let me see. Woo! Woohoo! I don't think it made it on camera, but that's it? fine. Look at this. Classy. <laughs> so you're going to finish your drink when Cher is surfing the crimson wave. Mr. Hall, I was surfing the crimson wave. I had to haul ass to the ladies. I had to haul ass to the ladies. I'm assuming you're referring to women's troubles. And so... I'll let that one slide. Thanks, Mr. Holm. This guy was right about you. <laughs> okay, so you're going to finish your drink when Ty gets a shoe to the head. If it's a concussion, you have to keep her conscious, okay? Ask her questions. What's seven times seven? Stuff she knows. Oh, damn. So you're going to finish your drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Ty, Elton, come help me. Come help me. I like when she's dancing right there. She's just like, she doesn't give a shit. Get it, Ty. I was kind of confused. Like, I wonder what her family does. 
Like, how are they living in Beverly Hills now? I mean, they're not. She said she lives. Well, I'm right below Wilshire and Linden, so. Oh, that's right near me. I'm, I'm above Olympic. That's true. So, I mean, I don't know how, like. How she go? Being that we, I live in LA, I'm listening to these streets that they're talking about. Yep. And it doesn't make sense, the directions that they're saying. First I, of all, you don't live above Olympic. You live either west or east of Olympic because it runs north-south, if I'm not mistaken. Like, every time I cross Olympic, I feel like I'm going towards the beach. Every time I cross Olympic, I say right above Olympic. Mm -hmm. To myself, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true. Like, listening to her... Like argue with Elton about yeah, dropping you can off Thai. Thai on your way up to Sunset, sunset. bitch. If you're coming from the valley, you're going down towards That's Sunset. True. That's true. <laughs> it's weird. Even the circus uh, liquor store that she gets mugged at. Uh huh. It's not in the valley. Where is it? It's in, in North Hollywood. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, technically. Yeah. I guess, but and, uh, they consider anything that's over the hill. The valley, I guess. And I've never been there and no one's in the parking lot. That's for sure. <laughs> so we got one more finish your drink. So you're going to finish your drink when Cher catches the bouquet. Nice. I like that one. As if. As if. I am only 16 and this is California, not, not Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> All right. So you got anything to add to the drinking game? How many finish your drinks did we have? Two three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you an easy one. Just take a drink anytime Murray and D are arguing. That's true. I'm not trying to hear this. Mm -hmm. Hear me. <laughs> I love her. Woman, why don't you be answering any of my pages? First off, I told you I don't like you calling me woman. Excuse me, Miss Dion. Speaking of vehicular sex, perhaps you can explain how this cheap Kmart hair extension got into the backseat of your car. I don't know where that came from. That looks like one of your little stringy something or another you got up in your hair. I do not wear polyester hair, okay? Unlike some people I know, like Shawana. Since you have time in the month, I would have fucked him up in the middle of the car. For real. I'm a grown-ass woman and I'll still beat your ass if you pull that on me right now. I almost said uh, finish a drink when Murray gets a haircut. But you already got Tiger's Tiger's hitting the head Which with the shoe. Same time. I also would like to add, you take a simp every time you see plastic surgery. Someone who has plastic surgery done. There's a bunch of nose jobs all through that. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the girls that have like the thing on their nose? Yeah. I thought that was one of those like pore strips or something, but I don't think they were invented back then. I don't think they were invented back then. But those are straight up nose jobs. Yeah, those are nose jobs. <laughs> They're all rich belly head kill kids. These they get them for their like 16th birthday. Miss Stoger, my plastic surgeon doesn't want anything. Miss Stoger, my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose. Well, there, there goes, goes your, your social, social life. life. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite line. Get a D, got her. Oh um, my God, I can't wait to talk about her. So that is the motherfucking drinking, drinking game. game. Okay. Done away. He's such a douchebag. Didn't Ty look really cute tonight? You know, you're one of my best friends. <laughs> and I do not have friends that are girls. Like, you should. We're kind of cool, bitch. Fucking douchebag. <laughs> Giant douchebag. <laughs> so, 
Can I give you a little fun fact? I'm pretty sure you didn't know. I got a fun fact you don't know. This is damn good. <laughs> oh, girl, I know. <laughs> I made it up. Uh, tell me a fun I fact that I don't know. know. Pretty damn good. Okay. Um, did you know this movie, Clueless, was based off of a book? I did not. Whose <laughs> high school experience was this? It was a book called Emma by Jane Austen, published in three volumes back in 1815. And it's set in England in the early 19th century about this girl named Emma and her living in like high society. I love that so much. And that she likes to pair up people, you know, matchmake couples. Mm -hmm. And she tells people what parties they can go to and not go to and stuff like that. And a lot of the characters in the movie are portrayed in the book. You know, they, they did a pretty good job at making it more modern. Okay. Um, the only thing is that, I guess, Josh's characters, his name's not Josh, but that character is not her brother. brother. Stepbrother. He's like... Ex-stepbrother or whatever. Yeah, you he's call like him. a... Like an older brother, like figure kind of thing, uh-huh. but he's not related in any. Yeah, way. it's he's a just, little, slightly, kind of, slightly yeah. creepy the way that. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What did she say? But you were hardly even married to his wife, and that was like ten years ago or five years ago or something like that. Yeah, it was five. Five. So she was eleven. Mm-hmm. She was eleven, so he was maybe thirteen. Thirteen. So they were kids when they met. And they were barely knew each other. But he straight up says, he's your stepbrother. You divorce wives. You don't divorce kids. I love that. He sees him as a son. Yeah. 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 That's a little weird. Slightly. Slightly yeah. weird. Yeah. However, the fact that this is based off of a book that was written in 1850, mm. for all, any of you youngsters out there that are listening to this podcast, that just goes to show you... This shit is just a rerun. All the time. All the time. <laughs> the only difference is technology and fashion changes. However, fashion doesn't always change. Shit comes back every 20 years. People are wearing, again, 90 shit, 90 shit yep. in high school. Yeah. Chokers and flannels and... Mm-hmm. And Reeboks. Yep. Shit. Shit's coming back. What do you know about Reeboks and fucking t- shell toes? Is this drink making you angry? <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> you guys, I'm not joking. This drink actually is really good. It is really good. But I'm only having one. Uh-huh. Brother got work in the morning. I like that the bar is so close now. Mm-hmm. This is a good idea. Works out. It's just going to be me and you from now on. No more guests. That's fine. I like you. I like, I like you, too. I have to get less alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, so are we going to talk about the wonderful, wonderful... Director. World of Disney? Yes. <laughs> Amy Heckerling. Yes. That's a, that's a name. My girl is very educated. She's a New York native. Went to NYU. Born in the Bronx. Southside. She's Bronx. straight up Amy from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she's like a tough, no-nonsense bitch. Like, is she really? She seems like she is. She seems like she works hard and she... She, uh, according to her profile, she is she has some strong opinions about things. Yeah, yeah. Which, by all means, hey, yeah. If you don't voice your opinions, nobody will. Nope. You know? The people want to know. Somebody thinks like you. Mm-hmm. 
bitch, I know somebody like it. <laughs> I kind of can't wait for Christmas because I think that might have to be on there. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, anyway, so Amy uh, went to NYU and got her master's in film. Then she went to AFI after that. Damn. That's a whole lot of student debt. Luckily, she's a successful director and she could pay that shit off. Because I know people Me. that are <laughs> <laughs> paying off some some debts. Yeah. However, there's some candidates that are promising no debts for students, but that's neither here nor there. She has done some bomb movies in mm-hmm. her... She definitely has. Her time. She's written some great movies. She's directed some other great movies. She did one of the coolest 1980s yeah. high school movies. That was her breakout movie, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like before then, Hollywood was just like, uh, I don't know who this bitch is. Boys Club. Yeah, yeah, very much. In the 80s, absolutely. There were n- slim to no female directors. I mean, us doing the show, we barely, hardly ever talk about them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's it's rare that we found a uh, movie that was directed by a woman. Yeah. It's, this isn't the first one, though. No. No, we've done a couple. Her breakout movie, Fast Times at Richmond High. Yep. That is a great movie. Interesting that she directed this, because there are parts of it that are misogynistic in that movie. However... There is a female perspective in that movie, and now it makes much more sense as to why it's in there. Yeah, because I feel like if it was a man's movie, they mm-hmm. wouldn't care about there would the be abortion scenes that wouldn't be in there. Uh, yeah, I feel like the whole abortion thing would have been done off screen mm-hmm. and not made a b- big staple of the movie. Yeah, not only that. What's that test or that um, statistic thing that I was talking about before? where your movie is statistically more likely to succeed if you have two women having a conversation or a scene. But there's a few uh, scenes in Fast Times at Richmond High that have a woman speak... Whoa! That drink. Speaking to another (laughs) woman. Most famously, (laughs) the carrot blowjob scene in the cafeteria. We got we're more interesting. People care what we say, I guess, in, in movies. At least. More interesting, but you're just as interesting. Fifty fifty. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever. Well, my girl started with Fast Times at Richmond High. After that, people realized that she could make a movie that makes money. Yep. At the end of the day, that's what studios care about. Will you make a movie that's gonna make me money? And what- Are you guaranteed to succeed? Have you succeeded before and by how big of a margin? And then once again, she made Look Who's Talking. Look Who's Talking. Look Who's Talking 2. Yes. Love those movies. So those ones did really good. Uh-huh. We'll definitely do some of those because I like those mm-hmm. movies. She, she directed a few movies in between those, though. Mm-hmm. She directed one of my favorite movies. I absolutely loved this movie as a child, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's a good-ass movie. It's hilarious. It's very Mel Brooks type of movie, you know, as well as National Lampoon's European Vacation. Part two? Is that part two? That is part two. Yeah, she directed it. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's my least favorite one, though. It's still a good one, <laughs> It's though. still a good one. I immediately think of it, and I think of... Him knocking over the Stonehenge. Yes. That's what I think. Him, like, backing him. Like, doof, that doof, and, like, Audrey, like, stuck at uh, that big-ass table and, like, oh, being forced to eat, yeah. like, everything. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen that one. That one's, uh, that one's interesting, to say the least. Can I give you a fun fact about her? Yes. In this show? Yes. So, Amy, she was asked to make a teen show. Mm. But after shopping around and not really getting anything, she ended up getting rid of her agent. Okay. Because she didn't feel like he was helping her out. Smart choice. So she got another one. And when that agent read it, he was like, girl, this is not meant to be a TV show. This is meant to be a movie. Let's make it into a movie. There you go. So they did. But that does not mean that it did not become a TV show. It did. Matter of fact, her three most famous movies became TV shows. There was a Fast Time. There was a Fast Times, there was a Clueless, and there was a Look Who's Talking. Or there was a uh, Baby Talk based on Look Who's Talking. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Successful yeah, she's doing it. So, yeah, the Clueless show that ran from 1996, the year after this movie came out, to 1999, came out on TGIF. Thank and I used God to, it's Friday. I used to watch it every Friday. Oh, I love TJ. And I did watch a couple episodes this week to mm-hmm. remind me of the show. That was in 99? 96 to 99. Oh, okay. So literally the year after this, they already had another show. Gotcha. It had a lot of the same original cast. Like Dee and Murray were the same, but obviously Cher was different. Okay. Um, from what I remember... They don't really talk about Ty. I watched like the first two real episodes of like the series. And Ty, it's kind of in it, but not really in it. Can I tell you why? Why? Because it's not Ty. Why? She plays a character named Jasmine. What the fuck? Okay, well, I watched the pilot episode and mm-hmm. it was about Ty. That's interesting because she is listed under Ty, Ty Frazier, for the movie. And then for the TV show, her name is Jasmine. Who is she? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Why was she in the movie? I have no idea. Okay, one. Unless they changed her name or something. I'm shit. telling you. Unless they wrote it in the script, I no longer want to be called Ty. That is my name from way back when. I am Jasmine now that I live in LA, maybe. All I'm saying is Ty's character mm. is not really in the whole tv show interesting they kind of move amber up because amber's played by the same person it's it's those three and murray has a best friend who actually is in clueless the movie you see him for a second he's the homie who shaves his head Ah, because look at him look at lawrence's head does he look good look at lawrence's head all right it's the bomb you know what i'm saying you look good (laughs) as will you i do believe i did see and he plays a bigger part. A couple part of in episodes the, in this show. In the in the show, he has a bigger part in it. Mm-hmm. And like they're just like really best friends. I don't think there's like there's not a Christian and there's not like a Travis. Like these people, no, those ones no, those aren't guys really didn't in make it. it. Didn't make the new yeah. script. And Wait it, a minute, is Murray played by yeah. Donald? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's an original on there. Right before Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, because Scrubs starts like pretty much right after this. <laughs> Dude, this straight up tastes like a really good sangria, which makes me very happy because I ordered sangria about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I did not drink it. Why? Because it was not good. 
I'll make you some. Somebody made some kombucha sangria. Girl, that shit does not go together. No, look, let Fucking me see what I got in here. I got some shit to make it. Mm. We get some red wine, red, bunch of fruit. Red wine. We got to do it made with sangria in it. Mm. Um, a Spanish movie. Not only did it turn into a TV show, but they also turned into books. Which I'm pretty sure I had a couple of them that really yeah they were up in the book fair back in elementary school you know okay when we come once a year and then I have like the Goosebump books mm-hmm. the Alex Mack books they also had the Clueless books oh okay so um, yeah Amy she sat in on classes at Beverly High High School Beverly Hills High School she sat in on some of the classes because she wanted to get a feel for the way that the kids were. Um, and some of their lingo. Now, the lingo that we use in this, the clueless talk, is made up pretty much for this movie. And then it ended up from the movie becoming real shit. Like, mm. whatever. and As, as if. if. And shit like that. <laughs> became real. Jeeping. Been all weekend. What's up? You jeeping behind my back? Jeeping. 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 <laughs> a little bit on Amy. What else is a is a is a term that is used in this specifically movie that was like coined by this movie? I'm totally bugging. I feel like such a bonehead. You man, Christian is a cake boy. A what? You man, Christian is a cake boy. A what? He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. Know what I'm saying? Cake boy didn't really catch on though, which I'm kind of glad for. Yeah. And for those of you who watched the scene from last week, I apologize if I offended anybody. It's just the way the script was written. Anybody trying to be a misogynistic asshole or nothing like that? You're not? Not No. Not no. today. Honestly, no. I believe in equality. I don't give a shit who you are or where you come from. Well, I believe the children are our future. Thank you. And I teach them well <laughs> and I try to let them lead the way. <laughs> Do you have anything else on there? You and let's move on. On... Uh, Amy? Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, she also did a movie called The Loser. That's what I was going to say, actually. With Jason Biggs. I thought it was a decent movie. That, that is her 13 movie. 13? What do you mean 13? Third, like one, two, three. Oh. Teen as in a teenager movie. Sure. Well, they're because, college kids at that point. Yeah, but they're all freshmen. Yeah, And, right. you know, she went from... Fast Times to Clueless to Loser. Loser's mm-hmm. not the best one, but I did sure. see it. I do remember Jason it. Jason Biggs doing his thing. <laughs> and then I forget uh, the name of the other lead girl. But um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Yep. That Amy, you know, we enjoy you. We like you. Keep doing your thing. We appreciate you. You're still making movies. I'm sure she's working on something right now. I know she directs TV a lot these days. She actually directed an episode of The Office. <laughs> it is the Hot Hot Girl episode in uh-huh. season one, episode six. The one I was watching today with Amy uh, Adams. Okay. So now that's the it makes sense why you were watching The Office mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I was like, what episode is this? But yeah, that's the one where Amy Adams comes in to sell purses and Jim ends up, you know, flaring water. And they date for a little bit. Got you. But that's her episode. Okay. Well, let's dive into this cast then. So, Stacy Dash. No, I'm just kidding. Damn. I'm just kidding. But damn, did I have a crush on her? <laughs> oh my god. 
We ain't gonna start with Stacy. She is a much bigger character. We can start with Elton. God, if- Elton, can you suck? <laughs> Apparently not. I have to <laughs> I have to say that as a child watching this movie, I thought it was hilarious and awesome. A teenager watching it, I thought it was good. But as an adult, like, looking back and being like, oh my god, I didn't catch a lot of this shit when I was younger. It is one of the reasons why I love this movie. It's just so funny. Well, Elton has been working ever since. Yep. I was a little worried at first because when I first started looking him up, I was like, there ain't shit about this guy. Little did I know that my tablet was just on the fritz. (laughs) (laughs) Elton has 104 credits. And Elton is not his real name. His name is Jeremy Sisto. It's Elton. It's always going to be Elton. Donna Way. Don away. Yeah. Uh, he has been in many, many things, uh, including one of Ashley's favorite musicals, Waitress. Yeah, he plays Earl Hunterson in the movie. I have seen, I've never seen the show, but I have seen the movie of Waitress. Okay. A long, long time ago. Damn. Well, I mean, he uh, is killing it in terms of movies as well as TV shows. He was on a show called The Long Road Home. He did a series from for three years called Ice. He just did another series for two years called FBI. Uh, he's got a movie in post-production. He's filming a movie called Captain Tsunami's Army. Like, my dude works. He's only... Uh, well, no, he's up there. He's... Uh, <laughs> 55 now, but he don't look like it. He's 55. He was born in 1974. Carry the two... Yes, that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how old he was when he filmed this movie? No, he's 45. 45. That's why I was like, this doesn't sound right. Do you know how old he was? When he was filming this? When he was filming this? I mean, I could do the math, but... 21. 21. That sounds about right to play a high school kid. Mm -hmm. However, he doesn't sound like a high school kid. No. Dude has a deep, deep voice. That's kind of sexy. Elton, why don't you put your arm around Ty? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. Can I uh, give you a fun fact? Give me a fun fact. I want you to guess what movie he auditioned for in the 90s. He didn't get it, but he auditioned for it. In the 90s. You got to give me a little more than that. Who was the director? Oh, that's going to give it away. Okay. Uh, what type of character? Is it the lead? We've talked about it this month. We've talked about the movie? Oh, okay. Now, I know damn well he didn't audition for Jurassic Park. I thought you were going to be like, I know damn well he didn't audition for House Party. (laughs) (laughs) Or House Party. What was the other movie that we did? Shit, that was weeks ago. I'm partying here. Titanic. Titanic. Did he audition for Titanic? What's that movie? Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, you know, have you ever heard of this little movie called Titanic? Yeah. It didn't really make a splash, but yeah. The record scratched in my brain. Uh, he auditioned <laughs> to be Jack. I actually watched along with everybody else in Hollywood. I actually watched his screen test today, uh-huh. and him and Kate Winslet do it together. Uh huh. He doesn't suck. He is like a mixture of like Elton and Josh. Like, if you put them together, that was, like, the Jack that he was doing where he was, like, still, like, yeah. Brooding and, like. You know, like, sexy, like, flirting. But then 
like a kind listener and stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt like their chemistry was weird because it made her seem more modern than old tiny. I don't know. He did a good job, but yeah, I felt like that screen test was not for him. It was that hoe didn't have a shot. Yeah, it was it was for her, not for him. That's what uh, screen, that's how okay. I felt watching the screen test. I mean, test. she didn't have the role yet. I don't know. She's doing the screen test with him. I know she did it with a lot of people. I know McConaughey. I that's what Leo. I'm saying. I'm just saying I feel like that they were was watching her. her. And they, he was just filling the spot. That's fucked up. Yeah. Casting directors, don't ever bring me in if you have no intention on casting me. Swear to God, if you just want to see what I look like for future projects, that's not cool. They talk about that on Glow. The TV oh, do they? Show. Mm-hmm. What do they say? In the first episode, she goes, you know, all directors come in and they go, I want somebody new. I want somebody fresh. Uh-huh. I want somebody like this. She's like, so I bring in you, the person that they're trying, they kind of want. Knowing that that's not what they want. That's not what they want. I'm bringing you in to show them that that's not what they want. Because uh-huh. she keeps getting callbacks over and over mm-hmm. for like different roles and she's not getting them. No, She's like, not. I'm only calling you in because directors say they want this, but they don't want this. No. It's pretty fucked up. They don't. Yeah. They play by the numbers. Yeah. They cast the stereotype. Yeah. Every time. Guaranteed. So, yeah, Elton. <laughs> Elton, Jeremy Sisto. Keep doing your thing, man. Shit, 104 credits is nothing to uh, turn a blind eye to. That he is still has that very, deep, very sexy impressive. voice. <laughs> you know who doesn't have a deep, sexy voice? Justin Walker. <laughs> However, my dude did a great job. For those of you who uh, are unfamiliar, he plays Christian. So this must be the elusive Christian. Where should I park? Should it walks in in slow motion. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. Where should I park? One of the coolest entrants into a classroom ever. Right? He's a good looking kid. He is. However, these motherfuckers but I uh what is it called? Eyeshadow on his eyes. Well I mean You can clearly see that he's wearing eyeshadow. He's cute. I mean, I don't I'm his aging didn't happen the way I thought it was gonna happen. What do you mean? Like the way he looks now. How does he look now? I don't. I don't know. I just. He was like a James Dean fucking. He was. He's got a little scruff now. A little scruff now, mm-hmm. and he looks. I don't know. I don't know what I expected him to look like when he got older, but it, I don't know. But he did did a good job. I mean, he had his baby face at he that did time. Have his cute little baby face. Christian is brutally hot. <sighs> And I'm going to remember this night forever. Can you can you believe that he's falling in love with me? Like, what the fuck, bitch? He's sitting there Look how he ignores every other girl, bitch. He's not ignoring that girl. He's letting the bartender know that he's, he's gay. gay. He's like, I'm just trying to sit here and talk to you, and this bitch keeps coming up, Jenna. Does she not see that I'm gay? <laughs> no, and neither does the girl that you came with. Any guy that compliments your stems is gay. <laughs> <laughs> What are stems? Shoes. I know. I just wanted everybody <laughs> else to know. <laughs> Only reason I know is because I watched the damn movie a hundred times. Because the clue is. There's a lot of small snippets in this movie that you don't notice as a kid. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. You do notice as an adult. Yeah. Like when they're talking about sex and how uh, Cher is a virgin. 
and and as long as she's holding the the breast breast stick, stick. as As long long as as his you know what what isn't crooked i hate that what (laughs) don't scare her (laughs) yeah oh fun fact about that Uh originally it was supposed to be done at a california pizza kitchen but once a california pizza kitchen read the script and saw about the breadstick they didn't want to be associated to be associated with breadsticks and penises, apparently. <laughs> Which I think that would have made it like extra cool because I would have went there sooner. Like I would have went and hung out there sooner yeah, if I knew California Pizza Kitchen didn't really get like famous until like the, the mid two thousands. Y'all fucked up. Y'all, y'all don't fucked up. You could have had share. Ten years of profits right there. Right there. You missed out on me coming to get my pizza. Could have had fine-ass Stacey Dash eating some breadsticks in your restaurant. I hate that. But no. Nah, uh, bitch. Yeah. But so. also how, uh, sh- uh, not share, but D is like, my man is satisfied. satisfied. He's got no cost for complaints. But technically, I, I am, am a virgin. virgin. You know what I mean. It means that she's giving head. I mean, she, yeah, she's doing everything else. But, but she's not letting him. Until she almost dies on the freeway. <laughs> Change Non-existent. Non-existent. I might die tomorrow on the freeway. Okay. Murray was more than willing to oblige. He was a good boy, though. He was teaching her how to drive. Yes, he is. Even after she like almost died and killed them all, he was like, calm down. It's okay, breathe. In, he did a good out. job. And <laughs> his duty to please that booty. To please that booty. Well, uh, Justin Walker, who plays Christian, I thought he did a great job. I think he played it very well. well. However, I have one question. What the fuck is up with the look when he's dancing? When they're dancing at the party and all he's like, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like, did he spot another gay guy or something? I feel like it, that just means like... Like his radar was up? That just shows... Ooh, the bartender. How... He might be gay. Uninterested in her he is. Uh-huh. Because after he does that, he sees the guy who's like air guitaring and he's mm-hmm. like yeah hey. that is very on purpose that's yeah for josh to notice that oh okay this guy is gay Cher mm. doesn't realize it he's a cake boy he's a cake boy he's a disco dancing oscar wilde reading strides antique and hold in front of dorothy you know, know what i'm saying, saying? uh-uh he's gay <laughs> no not even uh he does like to shop and a boy can and dress. Boy I can like the dress. way he dresses. I do. No like bullshit. I wish that uh, it was easier to find fashion like that. I would dress more like that nowadays. I like his car. Sick ass I car. love that he likes Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. You like Billie Holiday? I love him. Right. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he likes Tony Curtis. For different reasons. For different reasons. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, the two movies he picks is Some Light and Hot and Spartacus. And Sporadicus. <laughs> I hope it's not sporadically. <laughs> that's what. That's such a cute line, though. I'll be seeing you. I hope not sporadically. <laughs> and Cher's like, I fucking helped her. Good job. I taught her a word. Acting out on that poor girl like she's your Barbie doll. Well, Justin Walker... <laughs> uh, has worked on a f- number of films or another number of projects, I should say, but I think he retired. Who? Justin Walker. Oh. Christian. Christian. I want to say that he retired in uh, 2010, uh, as far as I can tell. Maybe 
just got tired of the hustle and bustle of the acting life. Back in 2010, there wasn't a lot that an actor could do to further their career other than auditioning and sending out headshots and stuff. Nowadays, you have much more of a opportunity to create for yourself. But back then, you know, people didn't discover you. It was kind of all you could do. Yeah. Other than going back to school and learning other trades in the filmmaking industry. Yeah. But, uh, Justin, you know, we hope you come back, man. You did a good job. And that was way back in the 90s. We need good actors out here because not all of these motherfuckers can act. Yup. I know motherfuckers with MFAs from USC and from NIFA and UCLA and wherever else. They cannot act. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave that alone for a minute. But You want another one? An MFA doesn't mean you can act. <laughs> can I give you a fun fact? It means fact? you can teach acting. <laughs> Let me give you a fun fact. Give me a fun fact. So the suck and blow game scene. Hey everyone, let's play suck and blow. Mm -hmm. It was a lot harder than it looked. First they tried a credit card and they couldn't like suck and hold it. Mm, had to be lighter. Then they made it out of cardboard and it still was hard for them to suck and hold it. Uh -huh. So they had to like make everybody put tons of chapstick on. So that it would stick to it. Okay. So they could do the second pose. Nice. So in other words, they all kissed each other. They all kissed each other with chapstick <laughs> Yeah. God, Elton, can you suck? God, Elton, can you suck? He's trying to get to our little luscious lips. However, bro, it's not the way. It's high school. That's why you got turned down in the car later. I mean, well, that was a little rapey. A little bit. <laughs> Even for 1995, mm -hmm. that's too much. I always thought it was awful. And I thought that she did a great job. Because mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, get out of the fucking car and make him chase you. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't chase you, then fine. Just get a fucking ride somewhere. Mm -hmm. But people who are not from here, it is not true that you can get anywhere in Los Angeles in 20 minutes. Everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes. Oh, hell Maybe. no, you cannot. Maybe I, at thank that you time, so though. Much. Because at nighttime, you're right. You can get around a lot quicker in 20 minutes. I'm going to tell you right now. Not can, coming from the valley, obviously. I cannot get to Santa Monica in 20 minutes, even at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. I can't get from downtown. You can get to, from downtown to North Hollywood, but she says she's in Sun Valley. And being that they live in Beverly Hills, that's a good 40 minutes away even at 12 o'clock at night. At 5 o'clock, you're looking at three hours. Everywhere in Los Angeles takes 20 minutes. Shit. Absolutely not. If it's said Absolutely not. If it's not. said in a movie, it's true. I call bullshit. <laughs> even in 95, I don't care. I don't know. I was not driving in 95. Now, anyway. Uh, I love this next actress name. Her name is Twink. Kaplan. Mrs. Guys. Mrs. Guys. Mrs. Guys. Did you sign up for the environmental fair? Oh, yeah, we will. Uh -huh. Look at you and your cute little ways. Uh -huh. You have such nice eyes. Don't, Don't hide, hide them. them. Girls. Not a total Betty, but a vast improvement. Well, we did our best. <laughs> she, they straight up give her a makeover in, in 10 like, seconds. And she does look better. She does. She looks like they like she said a vast improvement yeah you're like oh damn like bitch what is with these like crimps being like wherever the hell you want she's them? a teacher she don't give a shit she has more lipstick on her teeth than on her mouth that's true she always has runs in her stockings <laughs> like she don't give a shit she's like y'all don't pay me to nudge a teacher little rich ass bratty kids 
I think she is like if she wasn't a teacher, she'd be like a Rhodes scholar. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like she loves learning about things. She loves caring about things, and she's an activist. She's yeah. from the '60s era. And she's not like a hard-nosed activist. She's very sweet. She's got a bleeding heart. And I love her. I think she is such a great, great character in this movie. Well, did you know that her and Amy are friends in real life? And no. that Miss Geis is also a producer on this movie. Is she really? She really is. Oh, that's so sweet. This uh, project went through so many different layers, but she was always meant to be part of it. Nice. I like they're that. friends. Okay, um, that explains why she's in The Loser, which was also Amy's project. She plays a character named Gina in Loser. No. It's not The Loser. 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 Yeah. My bad. Um, she also, her and Amy are such good friends that she promised Amy that she would be in her wedding if she ever got married. Mm-hmm. But Twinks, at the time of this movie, hadn't been married yet. So Amy was her maid of honor at the wedding scene in this movie. Yes, so you can see her in this movie. Uh-huh. She is the dark-haired woman uh, standing next to Cher. Mm-hmm. You only really see the back of her. You see her face like for a glimpse when they're doing the, the bouquet toss. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. I thought that was a very cool... That is our director. Our director. Finding Waldo. <laughs> I love it. I love when they show up in the movie somewhere. It always is cool. Why not? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's one less actor you have to pay, and Mm -hmm. we get to look for you. Mm -hmm. If Alfred Hitchcock can fucking do it, you can do it. Meanwhile, Twink Kaplan, who plays Miss Geis, does a fantastic job. Uh, I'm glad to know that she was a producer. That means that she cared about this movie a great deal. Like she cared about those kids. Like she cared about those kids, those sweet kids. Uh, She's played a teacher a number of times, including in Bad Teacher. (laughs) Oh, really? With uh, Jason Siegel and Cameron Diaz. Justin Timberlake. And Justin Timberlake. Yep. What up, Timberlake? JT. Love that guy. Uh, right after this, she was in Night at the Roxbury. She played a crying flower customer. Oh, because they worked at the flower shop, remember? Oh, that's what it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Their dad owned the flower shop. <sighs> Who is in this movie. I was about to movie. say, I was going to say, it's the same dad, isn't <laughs> Richard it? Richard Grieco. Yeah. You see right through me. <laughs> he plays a very good, rich man. He does. <laughs> yeah. You think he's a rich man? I mean... <laughs> I, I, I hope he is a rich man. Sorry, I had two songs in my head right now. If I was a rich man. Yeah, from Fiddler in the Roof, as well as The Fat Boys. Oh, what's that one? Oh, If I Was a Rich Man. They just wrapped, wrapped it up. Over, yeah. <laughs> so he, well, he's is Jewish, right? Yes. Or I don't know if in real life, but in this movie, he's supposed to be Jewish. Horowitz. Well, <laughs> um. Well, uh, Twink, we love you. You're incredibly sweet. Yeah. And uh, her last project was in 2016, uh, but she's still alive and well. Miss Guys. You know, she's born in 1947, so she's up there. Oh. Pushing late seventies, early eighties. Okay. What is she? Eighty-two. All right. Wow, she's up there, my girl. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the good thing about being an actor is you can do it till the day you die. And some people do. Mm-hmm. 
Can I give you a fun fact? Yes, please. Since we're talking about teachers, there is a real Mr. Hall. Really? Yes. And he really did work at Beverly Hills High School. And he is friends with Amy. Is this movie shot at Beverly Hills High School? I've read a couple things. I think that probably multiple some locations. Some spots are like the you walking can't always get spot. everything yeah. at one location. But I'm pretty sure that it's not all of it is. Mm-hmm. Bronson oh. Elcott High School. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is he real and he worked at the school, but he was friends with Amy, and he even shows up in this movie. Where you've seen Mister the real Mister Hall? Where is this motherfucker? This motherfucker plays the principal. The guy who walks Ty out to her PE class and it tells, hey, everybody, this is Ty. This is Ty Frazier. Ladies, we have a new student with us. This is Ty Frazier. Yep. That Ty, <laughs> you don't have time to change, but you can hit a few balls, balls in those clothes. She could be a farmer in those clothes. <laughs> bitch. What a bitch. I know Amber's. I liked Amber more in the TV show than in the movie. Yeah, so you do see... Amber, was that you going through my laundry? As if. <laughs> like, I would ever wear anything from Judy. Do you prefer Fashion Victim or Ensemble <laughs> Channel? Ensemble Channel. Yeah. <sighs> my lips ain't working. Because the strike was working. Ensemble Challenge. So, uh, yeah, so we see him in that scene. Mm. He worked at Beverly Hills High School for 28 years until he retired. Work? Yeah, so he he was there for quite a while, and he, uh, yeah, he's a black principal. Okay. So he got a upgrade from being like a regular teacher to a principal. Try it in out a movie. for the day. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well, speaking of Mr. Hall, let's talk about this motherfucker, Wallace Shawn. He also shows up in the TV show as well. Does he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Couldn't do it without Mr. Hall. Can't do it without Mr. Hall. I got a question. So, the way that my parents love the Rolling Stone is kind of like the way that I... The way I feel about the Rolling Stones is the way my kids are going to feel about Nine Inch Nails. So I really shouldn't torment my mom anymore, huh? Yes. The way I feel about the Rolling Stones is the way my kids are going to feel about Nine Inch Nails. So I shouldn't really torment my mom about it, should I? Yes. Well, it's a little off the subject of uh, Haiti. But uh, tolerance is always a good lesson. Thank you. Even when it comes out of nowhere. Always a good lesson. Even when it comes, comes out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Mr. Hall, you are the best fucking teacher. This motherfucker. He's like this dumb kid, but he's coming through something. You're like, all right, I'm going to go with this. Yes, exactly. Are there any other insights? That fucking guy. He does a great job, dude. Even when he gives them their report cards. I'm going to distribute your report cards. Quit the suicide attempts. Wait till the next period. (laughs) His voice. Oh, my God. And we also hear his voice in. What do we hear his voice in? Toy Story. Yes, we do. As the. Wait, no. He's a dinosaur. Dinosaur. He's the dinosaur. Rex. Yeah, he plays Rex. Dude, he's in a number of things. He's in The Incredibles. He's in... Yeah. Oh, he plays the boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then Mr. Incredible punches through all the walls <laughs> in the first one. Uh, Princess Bride. Inconceivable. I don't uh, think you're using that word right. <laughs> uh, he is in a great other 90s movie called House Arrest with uh, <laughs> one of uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's first movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he plays like, uh, he's nerdy he's just like this, but he's like a player. He he's has a hot wife, right? Yeah. Well, she, she's, 
she's a curvaceous wife, yeah. you might say. She's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. And the kids like her. But he divorced, oh, yeah, it he gets rid of kids, his yeah. girl every two years. Yeah, and the kids every actually two years like he gets her. A new girlfriend, and they like her. Like, yeah. I don't want you to get rid of this one, Dad. Yeah. You're not going to fuck this up for us. What a good movie. That mm-hmm. was a good one. That was they, a good movie. They locked them all up in the fucking shooter McGallans down there. Yeah, he's such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> anyway, uh, we didn't talk about him. Wallace uh, has been working, continues to work. He's very, uh, he is one credit shy of having 200 fucking actor credits. Give it six months, we'll check on it. 200 projects. How old is he now? He has enough hair in forever. He's born uh, like misguised. He, oh no, 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 he's a little older. He was born in 1943. Did you know? So he is 85. He's about to be 86. Mr. Hall is based off of, obviously, the real black Mr. Hall. But he's also based on... The actor's real experience of mm. being a teacher in real life. Was he a teacher? Before he did acting full-time, he was a teacher. Wow. Was he a theater teacher or a drama I didn't teacher? See. Back when they had drama in school? <laughs> I didn't see. I don't know. They don't have drama in school anymore? Dude, they're making so many fucking budget cuts. There's schools that don't have drama anymore. <sighs> they don't have art of any kind. But they have a football team. Yeah. However, yeah. I just did some fast math. This motherfucker is 50 years older than me, almost to the day. You guys, He's born November 12th. I'm born November 11th. Wow. I just thought that was interesting. He is a good teacher in this movie, mm. on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Pretty much their whole class was, mm. their whole TV show was him and this guy's. This guy's. Once in a while. Okay. I also did see an episode with Miss Stoger, but she wasn't Miss Stoger. She was like the theater teacher. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, I liked Miss Stoger. She I was Ms. funny. <laughs> Same sex oriented. Just because she could throw and she does PE doesn't make her that. No, but like she's a she's a man hater in this movie. Like you yeah. hear Cher uh, when like, she's trying to change her grade. Sleep, I can't sleep. She eat. said an evil boy had broken her heart, and she's like, "And you gotta understand, they're all like they're this. all like this. Not all of them, but a huge percentage. We ain't all like that, ladies. <laughs> there's there's a, you know, a few of us out there. There's 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 a percentage. Yeah, well, I you, say. well, those bitches got you guys already. What the what the fuck the rest of us supposed to do? Hey, I was <laughs> shit. I was thirty when I met Ashley. You know that shit. Nope. Well, he's got some other shit. He's got a movie called uh, Rifkin's Festival, which is in post-production. And he just did a show called The Stinky and the Dirty Show. <laughs> I don't know. They're oh, not all good ones. We you just need one more. To they're make not it all gems. <laughs> they're not all gems. <laughs> Maybe he's going after the record. 200 credits. Okay. I'm not sure. But Wallace, we love you. You did a hell of a job. You always do a great job. You are uh, irreplaceable, you might say. Inconceivable. Like, when you want a guy like this, you go to him because there's not many guys like him. Speaking of guys there's not like, Dan Hedaya. Yeah. Mel. Mel Horowitz. Yes. He is a face and a voice you've heard a million times. Many, many times. Where has he been? I didn't know his name until this week, really. I always think of him as Mel from Clue. (laughs) 
But he's been in everything. He was in the Hurricane. I fucking hated him in the yeah, Hurricane. Yeah. He's in Shaft. Again, I hated him yeah. in Shaft. He is in a million... Pro- Shit, maybe he's got Wallace Beat. How many credits does he, he have? He's in The Usual Suspects. Uh, he's got 140. He is not as far as Wallace. Okay. However, they're he's almost the older. same age. Are they? Yeah. Actually, Dan is older. Mm-mm. Dan was born in 1940. Oh, shit. He's My dude is about 50. to be 80 years old. Oh, that means that Wallace is 79. Shit, I've been drinking. Let me alone. Yeah, you, when you said quick math, I was like, Silver Me is going to do that math and find out if you're <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, yeah, Wallace is 40 years older than me. Dan Hedaya was born in 1940, so he just turned 80 years old. All right, well. No, he didn't. He just turned... 79. What year was he born? Because you're fucking me up right 1940. now. 1940. I said 40. He's been in Gotham for the last five years. Detective Dix. I liked him in uh, Fantastic Beasts, but he's not in the next one. I don't know what that is. The Harry Potter movies. Oh. After Harry. You still, oh, the, you're yeah. not done with the books I'm not yet. done. I'm not done. You're so late. I, I'm sorry. You're so late I'm late to the, to the fucking game. I get it. I get it. Yeah, Eventually, I'll get onto know. those. I won't read them because screw that shit, but I will watch. You're that. done reading them? No. Or you're not going to read the Fantastic Beasts? I'm not going to read the Fantastic You're going to read all the Harry Potter books, yes. though. Yes. Okay, how far along are you? I'm still on five. I have taken a big break because. How many there? Seven? Seven. Okay. I'm like a quarter through five. Okay. So I I know I keep saying that. I, I do need to finish this We're shit. We're going to celebrate. As soon as you're done, okay. we will do a Harry Potter movie on this podcast. Okay. Oh. We will have multiple guests because we know some people that love Harry Potter. I feel like we're going to have to go to Universal Studios so I can get some butterbeer and I can get like a cloak or a fucking wand. You got to find out what house you're in. Oh, I would say that I'm a... Hufflepuff. No! No! I thought you were Hufflepuff. No, they're too like nice. I would be like more of the... uh... You're Slytherin? No, because I don't think I'm evil. You think you're Gryffindor? I would hope, I guess. <laughs> I would hope I was a Gryffindor. Okay. Maybe yeah. a Ravenclaw? Probably a Ravenclaw, to be honest with you, because they're like sassy and fun, okay. but they're still really good, and they still compete, but they're not evil. I got you. But they're not... Yeah, I think that would be me. I got to find out what house I'm in. I how haven't do you, found out yet. How do you find out? Do you, you gotta, go and you, and you get to wear the sorting hat? Yeah. What the fuck? All right, well, let's I, camera like cocktails. Like I said, I don't know, because I haven't been there to... Find out what house I'm in, but I'm pretty sure you can go and put on the sorting hat. I need to put on that hat. I bet you it's just like shaking that old uh, eight ball when you're younger. It's just <laughs> it's like, like yeah. will I win, will I win, will I win, will I win? Don't count it. Oh, shit! Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh, shit. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sure it's more elaborate than that, but I don't know the process. Favorite line from Mel Horowitz in this movie. And don't say everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes. I have a 45 and a shovel. Anything happens to my daughter, I got a 45 and a shovel. I doubt anybody would miss you. (laughs) (laughs) What's with you, kid? You think the death of Sammy Davis left an opening in the Brat Pack? pack? (laughs) The Brat Pack, that was the 80s, my (laughs) man. Yeah, he has some good... He's got some good one-liners. He's like, why are you dancing? don't start with the juice again. Why are you dancing in front of my door? Or- yeah, get in here. 
No, I get out of my chair. <laughs> oh yeah, where she's like, "Hi, Daddy. This is my friend Ty." Hi, Daddy. This is my Hi. friend Ty. Get out of my chair. She's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> okay. Oh, honey, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I also like where he was like, "I couldn't even. I couldn't be prouder if these were your actual grades." Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you augured your way from a C to an A minus? Honey, I couldn't be prouder than if they were based on real grades. <laughs> Got a C in ge geometry, Mom. Pretty groovy, huh? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Well. Thank you for being a friend. He's going to be on more, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, because we, we are doing First Wives Club one day. Yeah. That's my Morty. And Morty. That's my Morty. That's right. He owns the, the electronic store. Yes, he does. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brecken Meyer. Mm, Brecken's the Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Uh, my dude, I love this guy. This is one of few roles where he actually got to cut loose and have some fun. Like, a lot of the roles that he plays, he plays the straight-laced person who uh, has to keep people on schedule and everybody else is like cutting loose and what other nineties thing. movies has he been in? Was he uh, in Can't Hardly Wait? He was in Can't Hardly Wait. Very, very briefly. Was he also in Rat Race? I don't know if he was in Rat Race. I feel like I don't he remember. was in Rat Race. In Can't Hardly Wait, he is the lead singer of the band. So he's got on his prince outfit. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Donald Faison in his band? Oh yeah. Isn't he? He is in the movie. I mean, everybody's in that movie. Everybody's in that movie. Jason we should have did that. that at, we should have did that as a ninety movie. That's a great ninety. Literally movie. has almost everybody. Uh huh. Yeah, that's funny. No, I can't wait to talk about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm. My goodness, I had a crush on her. If I had a crush on anybody in the nineties, if America had a crush on anybody in the nineties, it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, I didn't, but yeah. I get that. Well, Brecken Meyer plays the lead singer of the band in that movie. Uh, come out another like 90s Br movie that he did was uh, Road Trip. That's right. He did that one. That one, he didn't have no fun. Like, he's the one that's like, we got to get to. Well, because he's trying to get to package. his girlfriend, yeah. Meanwhile, Stifler and fucking. Well, he shouldn't have fun because he cheated on his motherfucking girlfriend. Yes, he did. So fuck that shit. Yes, he did. That's oh, yes, he did. That, that was the fun that he got to have. That was the fun. The rest Amy of the movie smart. was. smart. The fucking, can I give you a fun fact give about fun Brecken fact. the Meyer? Brecken Z Meyer. I like that. <laughs> so him and Elisa Silverstone, they both really did attend Beverly Hills High. Did they really? They did. Wow. Yeah, so they were really students there. Not necessarily at the time because he was 21. Okay. So he wasn't there anymore, but... This motherfucker came back when the freshmen were seniors. Yeah. Be like, hey, bitch. What up, bitch? <laughs> Fuck you. You're he, still a freshman in my eyes. <laughs> he said that he did not... Uh, he was not the skater kid that we see in this movie. Okay. He was too busy getting his ass beat every day. I get that. And putting lockers and shit. Really? I don't know if they have lockers I mean, or he not, was probably in the drama club or something like that. Theater kids probably didn't in the have 90s a lot of got money. picked on. I don't know who his family is, how he even like, attended that school. But uh, his dad was a travel agent and Does that a make money? management consultant. Like It's uh, aggressively medium money. So he's middle class. 
High middle class, apparently. If he's going there. I mean, it's a public school as far as I know. Like, the 90210 zip codes expense past just, you know, Rodeo Drive. That's true. You know, I've been through Beverly Hills, and there are sections where people, you know, don't make that much money. Like, they're they're middle class. Maybe you grew up in a two-bedroom apartment in Beverly Hills. Okay. Very, very possible. Okay. Especially in the 90s. True. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but like you said earlier, he was in Rat Race. I knew it! He was also in Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Oh, shit. Played Spencer. Okay. Yeah, what's up? Uh, October is coming up, people. October! Yeah, motherfuckers. Scary. About to scare the shit out of you guys. Whatever. You're going to get the shit scared uh, out of you. Get out of here. Me. We're watching everything in the daytime. <laughs> At night. Fuck that. At midnight. Fuck that. The witching hour. I already watched next week's movie. Okay, so do you know who else went out for uh, Travis? Who went out for Travis? Seth Green. Yeah, I can see Seth Green playing this part. Do you know who else went out for him? And I don't know how you feel. Who? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson? Oh. This was before Owen Wilson was Owen Wilson. There was a lot of people who went out for this movie that are someone now. Okay. But yeah, those are the ones for him. That tried to play Travis? Tried to play Travis. He looks like Travis, though. And he skates and... You know, he looks like he can skateboard. Owen Wilson? Uh, and, no, no, no. Um, Seth Green. No. Brecken Meyer. Oh. He played it better, I think, than these guys could have. So a lot of people thought that he was mimicking Spicoli from Fast Times. But he says that his inspiration was fucking Bill and Ted Excellent Adventures. Nice. So I was yeah, going to say, I don't Reese. see Spicoli in this role. Yeah, he was more of a Keanu, flat, uh, Bill and Ted kind okay. of dude. That makes a little more sense because he's somewhat passive. He's not... Spicoli is uh, played by Sean Penn. Bodacious. He, <laughs> he's more confrontational, you might say. Yeah. And Travis is not confrontational per se. But I feel like if he's Spicoli just... had Mr. Hall as a teacher... He would have been different. He had a mean, tough-ass teacher. He did, but that wasn't his only teacher. I'm just talking about a movie from the movie standpoint. Mr. Spicoli, what are you doing? Learning about history. Having some food. Having some pizza. (laughs) I always wanted to order pizza to class like that, too. That'd be really funny. (laughs) I wonder what would happen if you had, like, DoorDash show up nowadays to your classroom. I mean... High school kids, if you can try this out... And email us at lights, camera, cocktail, no S. Let us know what happens. Who's brave enough to do it? Hey, Cruz. <laughs> Cruz. Cruz, our nephew. Please, Cruz, uh, man up. He's in high school. I'll give you like 10 bucks to DoorDash something. I swear, something. Cruz, you will be the talk of lunch break <laughs> that day. You believe this motherfucker Cruz ordered pizza to third period English? Did you know that this fool got Chick-fil-A? <laughs> like He's just like sitting there pimping it out, man. God was smart in not letting technology be when I was a teenager because I would have pulled a lot more shit. <laughs> One, I probably would have went a lot longer before getting a driver's license because I would have had Uber. And yeah, a lot of kids- I definitely would have ordered DoorDash and shit because we used to sneak out and go to Del Taco down the street all the time. All the time. We when went I to Jack just- in the Box. Well, Breckenmeyer, still killing it, still doing his thing. Got a few things in post. He's got like three things in post-production right now. A movie... A short and a TV series. 
Sprecking the dick. <laughs> breaking, breaking the mirror. Oh no, he's been on Robot Chicken for the last 13 years. Seth Green? With Seth Green, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brecken, you're doing your thing. We always enjoy watching you. I've, I enjoy your movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep, keep working because uh, you're good at it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You ready? Motherfucking Murray. For motherfucking Murray. Donald Faison. Because <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Because I'm keeping cause, it real. Because I'm keeping it real. Look at Lawrence's head. You feel me? You look good. He doesn't have to look at you. And right before yearbook pictures, what am I going to tell my kids? <laughs> All right. You want to play games? You know what? Okay, that's it. That's it. You want to play games? You want to play games? I'm calling your I'm, mother. I'm calling. Hold up. No, 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 no. Wait, don't call my mom. Chill, chill, chill. Chill. Uh, Mrs. Chill. Murray, you're such a dumbass. You just shaved his motherfucking head. I wonder, were those braces real? I assume so. I don't know. He was about the age, I would say. Do you know how old he was? Uh, Let's find out. My man was born in 1974. (laughs) So, yeah, he was 21 years old. He was 21. That makes sense to have braces around that time if you couldn't afford them during... He finally got some real money. Yeah. Do you know who auditioned for Murray? Who auditioned for Murray? Uh, Terrence Howard. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He did, uh, during this time, he did Sunset Park instead. Thinking about it, I'm glad that he did not get the rule. Not that I don't like Terrence Howard, I do. I do. But I think he would have, uh, he's... He doesn't play lovable. Yeah. He, no matter what Terrence Howard does, he, his characters are never lovable. You yeah. might like them, you might hate them, but they're never lovable. And Murray is lovable. You yeah, you hate I him agree. because he does do some stupid stuff. But for the most part, he's got a good heart. He has a great heart. He's yeah. just a cute, silly jeeping, you know, just yeah. fucking trying to be rich. He's a joking little teddy yeah. bear. He hangs out with Elton, with all the rich, cool, popular boys. Yeah, now that I think and- about it, Sunset Park, people didn't like him. The best man, people didn't like him. You don't like Iron Terrence Man, Iron. people didn't like him. You don't. And I don't like him in Iron Man. That's one I avidly stand against. Mm-hmm. But Terrence Howard, I enjoy him. I love him. I think I he does him. great I think he's stuff. He's a fantastic actor. But he's not lovable. But he's not this character. He's not lovable. I get that. Guess what uh, my dude's first movie was? What? Juice. That's a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> he plays a student in Juice. He's in one of my favorite TV shows, Scrubs, Forever and yeah. Ever. Yeah. Him and his uh, relationship. With the lead character, yeah, the lead character, Dax Shepard. I'm just kidding, but Dax Shepard always makes a joke that he looks like. Uh, he always gets mistaken for this guy. No, he doesn't look like what's his face. Uh, Zach. Uh, uh, Zach Braff. Braff. That's his name. Yeah, my bad. He wish he looked like. They both look like little corny for white dudes. For some reason, people mistake Zach Braff for Dax Shepard. I don't know why. Well, they are really good friends in real life. Yes. And they, you know, their characters in Scrub together, it just makes me so happy to see their friendship. Mm-hmm. That That is literally why I watch the show. I really like Scrubs. I think it's a great fucking yeah. show. A I mean, the last two to three seasons could have been cut, but other than that, it was good. I haven't made it that far. You want to know who else auditioned for Murray? Who auditioned for Murray? 95. Say Tupac. Are you ready? You will never guess this in a million years. Okay. Paul Rudd. 
the fuck? This motherfucker read for the Murray because he it doesn't say in the script that I he's black. I love it. So he saw it as Murray was this white kid. Dating the black girl. Pretending to be black, like acting black. Oh my and God, I guess dating the black girl. So much. So the producers had to tell him, like, hey girl, Murray's black, full, not a corny ass white dude. But how would he know? Right? How would if he you know? Don't, if and you don't put you it You called his know. ass in. I don't know. I don't think that that's what they called him in for. I think that's what he thought he was being called in for because he did end up auditioning for Elton and Christian as well before. Before so they touched. couldn't find a role for him, but they liked him so much that they gave him the uh, lead guy. No, I think that they liked him and they brought him in to read for those three white characters. Uh-huh. And he read the script and liked Murray and thought that Murray was just a white guy talking black. Interesting. And he was like, I'm like glad. Malibu's most wanted yes. style. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so hey, he, but I bet you that's what made him stand out. Yeah, they were like, this guy is colorblind. He doesn't this even realize. Mother- I mean, it never says anything about say Murray, Murray being black. It doesn't say anything that Dion's black either. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you made them black you made an effort she made an effort to show that there were black people in beverly hills and not necessarily just white people Mm -hmm. in the school and we're talking about white people in the school doing this doing that no her best friend who was another very popular person in school is black Mm -hmm. her boyfriend who is another popular kid at school is black and he's hanging out with everybody else just the same i like that because it's something that we didn't get in heather's and we didn't get in Mean Girls either. No, we didn't. No. Yeah, I agree. That's interesting that you say that. Now I'm thinking of the casting process. And I think what they did was uh, being... Well, this was a studio movie, so it had a bigger budget. However, if they called them in, they probably saw Paul Rudd for a certain role. Mm-hmm. But they had sides for each character spread out. Right. He just, I, grabbed one. he just grabbed the one that he saw and liked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donald Faison, I always enjoy seeing this guy. Shit. He doesn't do as many movies as you would hope, but he, he stays busy. Yeah, absolutely. I love him in this. I love him in Remember the Titans. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, we haven't done wow, a football Wow, are you smiling? Season. Football, sir. And I want to have fun. Fun? Fun, sir. Yes, yes, sir. No. What? It's, Are you sure it's fun? It's, it was fun. Well, Not anymore now, is it? Uh, a little bit. Make up your mind. Since you're thinking no, now. No, it's not fun. No, it's not fun. Well, I'm here to tell Zero you. Zero fun, sir. I'm here to tell you how much fun <laughs> you're going to have this year. You're like, God damn you, Denzel. Get it, Petey. <laughs> you know what else I like him in? You're going to hate me for saying this. I like his ass in Pitch Perfect. I think yeah, he plays. I don't remember the name of the group, but it's a group of guys who are graduated from college. I was gonna say he's still playing fucking college. He's not in college. I know black don't crack, but that's pretty redolent. No, he plays this group that's at one of their events, and they're like selling CDs in the lobby. (laughs) He's like, just because he has a line in there says, "Just because we graduated a few years ago doesn't mean we can't still get on our oral magic on." So, yeah, hopefully we'll talk about him again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about him. Okay, before we move on from Donald, what is your favorite line of his in this movie? Look at the top of the map. 
Just look Murray. at the top of the map. Okay. Sun Valley is north. No. All I see is Bel Air, okay? Then Just you're on the wrong map. Just, I'm right, not look, on the map. Look at the map. number on the top. What is the number on there the top of the map? There are no numbers on the top. There's letters. <laughs> She's like, see? Think he's gonna frizz out? Yeah, I, that's probably my favorite where he's trying to talk to her about the fucking map. It's so funny. We don't even use maps today, you guys. We don't even know. Nobody knows. She yeah. has a map. I know what a Thomas book. guide looks like. Yeah, she has the Thomas guide book. Uh huh. So that she can get to the fucking valley when we can just put in the address in our phone now and the bitch on there can talk us through where to go and tell us where to park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I would say. My favorite line of his is when he w- walks up holding his pants. It's like, your woman, loan me five dollars. <laughs> told you to stop calling me woman. Excuse me, Miss Dion. All right, street slang is there a valid form of expression. Most pro-feminine pronouns do have mocking, but not necessarily in a misogynistic undertone. He's like, <laughs> and he like, well, she's like, oh my God, you guys like talk like adults. This is a really good school. It's a really good school. <laughs> I could use an herbal refreshment. Another one of the things <laughs> that, that we I did never not got, catch yeah. as a kid. I this bitch is trying to get high. Yeah. Me and Ty would have been really good. for Travis from day one. She is. And Cher is the reason why they don't get together right away. Yeah. Because he is. He, well, like, they're in line and they, they talk about... They eyes and they're just like... Marvin immediate. the Martian. That's a nice presentation about, on the yeah. skateboard. Yeah. On the skateboard. Out of here, I could do Marvin the Martian. It's not really that hard, but yeah. She's <laughs> just so, so cute. cute. You know, she likes watching him fucking skateboard. Mm-hmm. And it's not until she starts becoming mean girl-ish where she doesn't... Doesn't the the slackers sit over there? On that grassy knoll. On that grassy knoll. Dude, it's so fucked up. I feel so bad. He is kind of gross. He like spits and catches in his mouth. I personally would have been like, get the fuck out of here, Travis. I mean, yeah, that's gross. But he's desperate at this point. He's trying so hard to impress her and to get her attention. Like he really, really likes her. Yeah. Like even when uh, she hits her head. Uh, at the party like, and he comes up ice. with like a handful of ice just in his hands which is incredibly sweet and thoughtful is. and these guys like already have the rag with the ice in it yeah. and it's like properly prepared and everything I don't know, like, put it but in regardless you know my heart goes out to him yeah they are perfect together that's really why are. I like They're the really end sweet. where she sees him skateboarding and you see her look at him like oh I had God. no idea he was so motivated I do love where he brings the bong and she looks at it and she's like kitchenware he's like that's where i used to keep it <laughs> that is something as a child obviously i didn't get i didn't know what a fucking bong was even uh-huh. when i was in high school like i got it but didn't really get it until mm-hmm. i was in college and i had a bong of my own that i would sometimes keep in the kitchen and when i would do that I'd be like kitchenware that's where i used to keep it <laughs> so i could put ice in it well, since we're talking about Miss Brittany Murphy, we can continue talking about her. Brittany. Brittany Murphy. I loved her. She was really great. She makes this movie very cool because mm-hmm. it's like you enter into the school the same time Ty enters into the school. Mm-hmm. So we're learning everything about how we're supposed to live in this society along with Ty. Then she goes on and does tons of other movies where she... Does comedies, she does drama, she does yeah. the suspense. She does happy feet, yo. She does happy feet. I mean, you can hear her voice even you in can. this movie, and it's 
she's got a very nice she voice. Does. Rolling with the homies. Oh, I was thinking of the Mentos commercial. Mentos better, Mentos fresher. Fresh goes better with Mentos fresh and full of life. Mentos, the, the fresh maker. <laughs> she's so cute. She really is. <laughs> Love her. Uh, so my girl started out in TV. She had the stereotypical actor's life. She started with a co-star on Murphy Brown. Well, she kept working her way up from co-star to guest star to recurring roles and stuff. And so she had a recurring role on Sister, Sister. Yeah, she was a friend. Mm -hmm, Before Mm -hmm. booking this movie. This was her breakout role. You know how old she was in this movie? How old? 18. Really? The youngest. Okay. Just a baby. She's just a baby. I like it. Do you know, here's a fun fact. What's that? So one of Ty's famous lines is, You're a virgin who can't drive. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Brittany Murphy was a virgin who couldn't drive. At this time? At this time. Oh, that's really sweet. Very sweet, right? She's (laughs) <laughs> was an LA kid who she didn't, didn't need play. she didn't really have the need to drive and she was a virgin yeah being 18 as was I so mm-hmm. yeah I was a virgin who couldn't drive at 18 me too yeah there you go what's up so from this movie she did do Boy Meets World afterwards which I thought was fucking awesome because I love that show before moving on to, so after this movie, she did go back to TV for a little while, but she started making movies as well. Mm. So after people, because it takes a little while for a movie to be done and then get out in theaters right. and Edited then all of a sudden your name gets right. thrown around everywhere. Um, and then from then, it was probably around 99 that she started really... Getting big with Drop Dead Gorgeous. Love it. And Girl Interrupted. Oh. <laughs> Why do the clothes go on singing? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I ain't seen the movie. You like her character. Her character was weird. It was weird. I like it. No. Okay. Oh. I, a... I just never seen it. I haven't gotten around to it. Whoopi, bitch. I'm sorry. I love Whoopi. Me and her Whoopi share bitch. the same birthday. Okay. I do have to put it on the list. Me, her, and Leo. Shit. It is a really, really, really... I think it's based on a play or a book. I can't remember, but yeah. I believe it's based on a book. Book, yeah, but it's a it's a good one. Good Everyone one. does a good job, and she does a good job too. She's mm-hmm. a girl who's also interrupted, and you know she lives in the I hospital with them. Anyway, well, it was around uh, two thousand two, two thousand three, when she like really started gaining. Like she became an A-list actress with Eight Mile and fucking. Oh yeah, just she was married with Ashton Kutcher. Just married. That Happy I was about to ask you what was that Ashton Kutcher movie was. Yeah, Just Married. I, I like that, that movie. one. I have that movie. It's and I loved movie. her in Eight Mile. You know, she plays some white trash bitch. She mm-hmm. gets to like, get fucked dirty by Eminem. Yeah, she did a good job. She did a good job. Sadly, she did pass away in two thousand and nine. Her death was always quite odd to me. I don't know what. I can't remember what her cause of death was. Uh, from what I remember, it was a drug overdose. But her husband died in the same house the same way, like, a couple months afterwards. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. 
So, I don't know. Her death always, to me, was a little strange because what they said never really made sense to me. So, I... According to IMDb, they say that she died of pneumonia and anemia. See, that's what I'm saying. And then some people said a drug overdose. And some people... It it was a lot of weird things. From what I remember, it was a drug overdose. Oh, no. I I thought it was something else. I felt like there was something in that house that made them sick. But that's just me with no evidence. Interesting. Her husband died shortly after yeah, that. According, yeah, according to her biography, she died of pneumonia and anemia. Damn. It's very, very interesting. If right? Her da- if her husband died of the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Their deaths were kind of weird. But uh, do you want to know who auditioned for Ty as well? Who's that? Elena uh, Urbech. She's from Waiting. You've seen Waiting, right? I've seen Waiting. You know, the chick who has like the huge bush with the shit in it. <laughs> she's like the mean one who's it's always because like... because of this! Yeah, who's a... <laughs> yeah, she's always like, fuck this shit. She auditioned for time. Okay. And there's one more lady that I I think I could totally see. I don't know how old she was, but I guess she was in her 20s. Uh, Leah Remini auditioned also to be Thai as well. Leah Remedy. Sounds very familiar. Um, you would know her from King of Queens. She's the wife from King of Queens. You oh, ever seen that? okay. Also, if you're like a, a person, true crime person like me, then you would know her from the Leah Remedy Escape from Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, she was born and raised in that shit. Born and raised and is out there fighting these motherfuckers to get them to stop brainwashing people and taking their motherfucking money. Damn right. And doing all their shit. Even though her show is now ending... It's not because Scientology wants it. It's because I think that it takes a lot of toll on her because these stories, you know, take a lot out of somebody. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I have nothing to do with it. And just watching an episode drains me. So I can totally see why she was like, you know what, you guys, I'm just going to fight this in court in like real life instead Uh of doing it for a show for you. So yeah, absolutely. Love that bitch. But they also, I auditioned for time. Okay. Last thing I'll say is that, um, Brittany Murphy was slated to star as Janis Joplin in her biopic before um, she passed away. Mm. Yeah, she won that role over um, Courtney Love and Emily Watson. Yeah, those two would not be good. Emily Watson might be good at it, but uh, Courtney Love, I don't think so. I don't know. She is pretty fucked up. (laughs) True, but can she sing? I mean, she was... (laughs) I'm like, do you know why she was famous? I mean, she, I know she was married to Kurt Cobain, but I didn't... What band sing? was she in? Was she in a band? Yes! I didn't know that. Isn't she part of Cranberry? No, she's not part of Cranberry. She's part of... I did not know if she could sing or not. All I know her as is post-Kurt Cobain. No, she... 90s. Grunge. What was her... Yeah, she was... That's not. I know. I'm just trying to get you in the era. (laughs) Oh, oh, make me over. That's all I wanna hear. She's the lead. Hole. She's the lead singer of Hole. Oh, okay. So yeah, she can sing. That is a real thing. And Janis Joplin, you know, she had a uh, distinct voice. Yeah, she was. So I think she could have done a good job on the singing front. Sure. Probably not so much. Probably not the acting. I would have been disappointed that you left a legend that I love so much to somebody like that. Uh-huh. I think Brittany Murphy could have done a decent job. I don't sing. know if she can sing in that type of singing. 
But who knows? I think she could. I think she could have pulled it off. Can I give you a fun fact? Yes, you can. This has nothing to do with Brittany Murphy, but fun Okay, fact. I was about to talk about somebody else anyway. This was filmed in 40 days. Okay. It's a decent... Uh, being that there's not too many locations, that's decent. I would say that it is... That's a generous time. Good, because like we've talked about in so many other uh, high school movies, that when you are filming on a high school, you have to wait until the summertime to fucking be able to do the shit. Yeah, and then there's summer school as well. Yeah. They probably use them as like a fucking extras. Mm. And summer school is usually done by like one anyway. Mm-hmm. So... um. I'm going to give you one more fun fact. Give me that move fun on. fact. So, one of my most favorites show in the world mm-hmm. did a spoof of this movie. What show is this? Golden Girls. Nah. Thank you for being afraid. I meant the Golden Girls did a spoof of Clueless? The Golden Girls did a spoof of Clueless for MTV's 1996 award show, movie award show, which I watched today. And as I watched it, I was like, you're right, I do fucking remember this. Because they had like, Sophia was Cher, and she was just saying like, being her sarcastic, like Sophia self. And they were literally saying, like, a lot of the dialogue from this movie, but it mm. just sounds funny coming from, like, an old-ass old bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then Betty White plays D. Ooh, I like and that. And she had, like, the braids and the stupid hats. And then they had uh, Blanche playing Ty. I think she plays Ty. Okay. And so it's just, it, it was really funny to see these old, them using old-ass ladies to play this very young, hip clueless 90s and they were probably icons. playing it very honest they were playing too. it very dry it was <laughs> very i'll have to play for you but they played it, it they played it dry as fuck okay it was funny so can we talk about the person who i probably have the biggest man crush on in this movie paul rudd fuck yes paul rudd <laughs> one i thought you were going to move to d so I was going to say Paul Rudd as a joke. Like, uh-huh. you're like the one person I had the biggest crush on. In I this had movie. to clarify. Man I know. Crush. If you would have just said crush, I was going to say Paul Rudd. In, I love anyway. Paul Rudd the way that Paul Rudd loves Captain America. <laughs> Dude, Paul Rudd is so fucking great. He is. I think this guy uh, he is, can do no wrong. He literally, this is the movie that for a, for a long ass time. I called Paul Rudd Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Josh from Clueless. <laughs> okay, until I realized who he was. I mean, this was his first big movie. Yeah. You know, before this, he had done some small things here and there. Biggest thing was uh, this TV show called Wild Oats. I don't remember okay. that, but the name sounds familiar. Okay. I mean, after this, he just went on a fucking run like you wouldn't believe from Romeo and Juliet to you know everything under the sun like and honestly like paul rudd you know what he is he is the tom hanks of his generation if that makes sense i'm not gonna agree on that but i do like paul rudd if i was gonna say anybody who i thought would be like the tom hanks of our generation Mm. i would say leo no no no, of his generation because he's kind of a generation above us he's generation x i believe but so is Leo. Yeah. I wouldn't say that Leo is because Tom Hanks uh, started in comedy. 
However, Paul Rudd kind of stayed in comedy. He didn't move on to drama as much. So did Leah. He was in Growing Pains. That don't count as comedy. Leo's always been drama. I think Wolf of Wall Street was hilarious. I do think Wolf of Wall Street was hilarious. <laughs> However, Leo did not play it as a comedy. I know. It just was funny. It was a great movie. You know, shit. I, I will say I love Leo more than I love Paul Rudd. Oh, yes. We all know this. I love you, Paul Rudd, only because you did this Clueless movie. This wasn't on your list. We've talked about him before, haven't we? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, a Kunu. Kunu. A Kunu. So Paul Rudd was the second oldest cast member at the age of 26 mm. in this movie. That's decent for a high school movie. Yeah. Normally, you got a 30-year-old in there somewhere. I wish I could still play high school. We'll see. Like how Cher gets mugged in the movie. Paul Rudd got mugged in real life. Oh, no shit. And somebody jacked his backpack with the script inside. No. So somebody out there jacked him and didn't realize that they have this amazing copy of one of the most iconic teen movies of the 90s uh-huh. in their possession. I hope that after they stole it and they kind of, I hope they read through it a little bit and mm-hmm. then a couple months later saw the fucking movie posters and was like, I robbed that I guy. I robbed that motherfucker. I should have waited <laughs> to rob him after he got paid after for the movie. After he got paid movie. for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought that was a quite funny. That is really funny. A little joke. I like that a lot. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of a movie that he did. I can't remember. I like, what's the one? Maybe it was Overnight Delivery. No, what's the one with? Role Models. I like him in Role oh, Models. I love him in Role Models. He did a movie early on with Reese Witherspoon. You white, you Ben Affleck. You Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Can I give I you I like a... to party part of every day. <laughs> I can, can I party give... from one to four. <laughs> <laughs> can I give you a fun fact? Give me about fun facts about Paul Rudd. Yes. Absolutely. You know who also went out for Josh? Who? Ben Affleck. Ben fucking Affleck. And Zach Braff. Really? Okay. I don't know if I can see Zach Braff in this role. I think I could. I could see Ben Affleck, but both of them, you know what? Both of them are a little bit too far to one side or the other. To play Josh. To play Josh, exactly. So Zach Braff is a little more feminine than paul rudd whereas ben affleck is a little more masculine than paul rudd and paul rudd is right in the middle maybe zach braff could have played christian (laughs) there you go (laughs) but he's not gay i'm not saying that he can't play a gay guy is the other dude gay i don't know however the argument is that a zach braff loves his role in scrubs because he has created a character that you did not really see on TV before, which is this guy who doesn't have to be masculine. He can be a little more feminine. He can be a little more sensitive, and you uh, still uh, associate with him, and you root for him, and it's not a uh, hindrance. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paul Rudd, I can't remember. I think it was called Overnight Delivery. That was probably the first thing I ever seen him in. Uh, even before I watched Romeo and Juliet. It was definitely, this was the first thing I ever remember this fool from, yeah. ever. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't for Clueless, I don't think I would have known him until, like, Anchorman. <laughs> you know? 
Like I would have been like, oh yeah, he was in Romeo. He was in Romeo and Juliet, the, but he has a very he small has a part. Very small role. He you know, is the guy. Who, he's the prince who's supposed he's to marry who Juliet. Juliet is supposed to marry, and he looks. He's very in the handsome. elevator, and that's it. He looks very. That's not true. Oh no no no! no. He's he has in like the, two or three the, scenes. The, the dance as well. Yeah, he has a scene where he talks Doing like her stupid mom, ass dance to her dad and mom about you know marrying her. Mm-hmm. So and in the play, he has a bigger role. I give you to my friend. But yeah, other than that, I wouldn't have known him until Anger Man. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Clueless, so this puts him on the map. Put most of this cast on the map. And that's all I got on him, though. On Paul Rudd. Yeah. What about uh, Wet Hot American Summer? That was before Anchorman. But you know how many people were in that movie? Yeah. A shit ton. But it's he hard, still stood it's out. It's hard to f- focus on that movie when there's a sexy. What about Bradley Friends? Cooper. You know I don't watch Friends. You don't watch Friends. Okay. Well, he was in Friends for uh, a few years. I'm only friends with yeah, How I Met Your Mother kids. <sighs> That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. After Anchorman, then he did uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin Love and it. How I Met Your Mother. Yep. <laughs> and just absolutely everything. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. He is Ant-Man now. He and is he does part a of the of Ant-Man. He is part of the Marvel Universe. He's part of the Marvel Universe. Saving people. I like I Love You, Man, with uh, Jason Segel. I do love that, that too. That fucking great. I do love that too. Kunu. Guess what else he's gonna be in? Oh God, what? Ghostbusters. Oh, the new one. As a Ghostbuster. All it says is filming. Does not okay. say what role he's okay. in. Okay, because they're down a Ghostbuster. They are down a Ghostbuster. I wonder is Rick Moranis in there? Is he coming back? I, I don't, don't know. know. He said he was retired, man. I don't know. I don't know. But he's also filming a show called What If, which is uh, a spinoff of Ant-Man because he plays Scott Lang. Are you sure it's not whatever? No. It's what if. Okay. It's what if. It's absolutely what if. Yeah. It doesn't say what um, role he's playing. And also Rick Moranis is not cast. Which makes me very ha- sad. However, Sigourney Weaver is back. Duh. Oh no, she still acts at least. Yeah. Why wouldn't she take a movie that put her on a map? Yeah, but I mean, you can't say what the story is. We don't know. I got a fun fact. So Jerry Orbach. 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 Uh huh. From Dirty Dancing. He the dad. Oh okay. He was up for the role of the dad. Mel, I like that. But he couldn't play it because he was obligated to... What? Law and Order. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Bow, wow. Wow. So he had to turn it down. So that would have been a cool dad of Cher. Okay. You know who else went up for a dad? Harvey Keitel. But he was too expensive. So they couldn't use that motherfucker. I could for sure see Harvey Keitel playing yeah. this role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He cost too much at the time, and they're like, you know what, hey, girl, we only got twelve to twenty million dollars. I don't know which which one, but not enough to pay him apparently. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I want to say during this time is when maybe after he didn't get this movie, he realized that his quote was too high because he did Reservoir Dogs around the same time. And 
Isn't he in Pulp Fiction? He is in Pulp Fiction, but that was probably a few years after. That was closer to 98, 99, if I remember. Mr. Blue? I do not remember. Whatever he is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he might have realized that, hey, bitch, it costs too much. Or he might have read Quentin's script and was like, I'm willing to take a pay cut just to be in it. Yeah, that's A lot of people do that. More than likely, that's what the situation is. Yeah. Well, it is time to talk about our two favorite characters in this movie. Starting with the ageless, beautiful, lovely, adorable Stacey Dash. Black don't crack, bitch. And you know how old she was? How old was she? 28. Damn. The oldest cast member. She was the oldest cast member. Minus, like, you know, the adults, obviously. Uh But of the main stars and the kids, she was 28 at the time. So she was closer to 30 than 20 and was playing a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old. And did good. Because, shit, before she did this movie, she did Mo Money. And she did Moving Day. And she did or moving, moving. 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 Yeah. She but that was back in 88 when she... Still was actually a teenager. Was actually a teenager, yeah. Plays... Richard Pryor's daughter in that, correct? Yeah. She yeah. don't want to leave. She ends up staying with the neighbors. That's right. She ends up, yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm not going. I will stay with the old white neighbors uh-huh. to finish out my school year. And they were like, yeah, we'll take her. <laughs> um, do you know who auditioned for a role to play Dion? You'll never guess. And I'm glad they didn't pick this person. Who is it? Lauren Hill. Oh, no. Not because I don't think Lauren Hill's a good actress, because she is a decent actress. We but see she's her. Not in, right for we it. see her in uh, Sister Act Two. That's like. But yeah. t- to make someone who is so uh, black, so ethnically aware of her history mm-hmm. and where she's going, and you know, empowering black people to see her be a very whitewashed D would have, I think, would have ruined her career. If Possibly, she, yeah. yeah. If she could have p- pulled it off. I think so. So she was brought in for an audition, but did not get the role. I don't think she would have been right for it at no, all. No, I wouldn't have but cast her either. Just like Terrence I Howard would not have been right for Murray. I would have just brought them in, just so I could meet her. <laughs> don't waste the girl's time. Whatever, bitch. I'm sorry. I want to meet Lauren Hill. Don't you want to meet Lauren Hill? I would love to meet Lauren Thank Hill. Thank you. I'm just saying. I think you need to find a role for her in one of your movies and bring her in. Mm-hmm. We don't have to cast her, but at least let me be there. I'm not, if I have no interest in... Tension of casting her, I'm not bringing her in. That's you fucked up. She's Lauren Hill. I oh, get it. Yeah. But we can go to her concert. I will never go to her concert. Why not? I only hear horrible, horrible things about oh, her really? concerts. Yeah. Aww. So she's she's the one that I'll probably never waste. I'd only go if the ticket was free. Mm, I got you. And I still would probably bitch about it. I wish she would do like a like an MTV Unplugged sort of thing. Again? Did she do that already? Oh, yeah. You should listen to her Unplugged. It's so oh, okay. beautiful. Yeah. She yeah. does everything acoustic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. I like when artists do that. Yeah. That's she has really an un- uh, MTV Unplugged. Okay. So look into that one. Well, Stacey Dash. Uh, I love her laugh. I love her She's braids. She's got a really, really cute laugh. She made braids... Go from being like ghetto and like hood chicks where I'm like fucking Craig's girlfriend on Friday where she uh-huh. like to being like oh. yeah for it to be like even rich bitches with money rock the the box braids mm-hmm. I like that because at the time I was uh, totally rocking those 
and so was people like Brandy, mm-hmm. where, you know, we got to see it's not just the hood girls from around the way rocking them, like, really. Around the way, I want a girl with extensions in her hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair, <laughs> Fendi mm-hmm. bag and a bad attitude. That's all I need to get me in a good mood. <laughs> when are we gonna do an LL movie? That dude can act. Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. They a ate shark. me. Ate me. Shark ate And we get Samuel Jackson again. You know what she wasn't? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Do you remember that episode? What? She's a singer. She plays Michelle Michaels. Who? Jeffrey even announces We're talking about her. Dee. Yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about Stacey Dash. Yeah, Dion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeffrey announces her. Miss Michelle Michaels. Oh, she was a singer. You're right. She was a singer. You're right. And she gets to kiss Will. What yeah, the fuck? she dates Will. They go on a couple of dates and shit. And uh, fuck that bitch. Kiss my man. The way that they see her, meet her is like uh, I think they're in a record store or something like that at a, at a signing. And she wants an honest perspective of the audience. And she's like, you. She don't want to Will's honest. like, me? me? Come here. Me? What do you think of my new album? She's like, well, uh, you got some lyrics. Yeah. You, you do got some lyrics. And there's some, there's some and, music. And some music yeah. to go with those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Be honest. I think it stinks. I think it stinks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> right. She was very pretty. I always thought that her and Lisa were sisters. Lisa Turtle, Lisa Turtle? from fucking Saved by the Bell. I always okay. felt like they were cousins or Lark. sister or something because, damn bitch, you guys are both really rich in a California school. <laughs> the only black bitch in the whole entire school. <laughs> I got you. Um, but yeah, I, she is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her political beliefs nowadays are not necessarily where I would expect a strong black woman to be. Oh, she she went that route. She went that route. Okay. Um, but, you know, everybody, it's America. You have your free opinion. Don't mean I got to agree with it or listen to it, but she got one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I watched a YouTube video with her in it talking about Clueless. And this is, you know, she says she still gets stopped on the street for this. People still ask her. It's one of her biggest roles. Yeah. Not one of her only roles, for sure. I mean, my girl has done 58 television and movie projects. Oh, damn. And I definitely... I don't know if I saw Mo Money first or Moving first. I know Moving came out first, but I don't know which one I saw first. I'm going to say, personally, I had to have seen Moving first. Mm. So it was a comedy... Saw a lot of Richard Pryor movies as a kid. Probably shouldn't. His movies are... <laughs> he's not the best role model, but I saw a lot of Richard Pryor it's movies. Richard Pryor, though. Yeah. So, I'm sure moving... This movie, personally, is what I you remember her. Yeah, her. she's fucking Dion. She's okay. Dion. Dion and I were both named after great singers of the past who now do infomercials. <laughs> you know? I have to give her snaps for her... Fashion creativity. Keen fashion sense. Yeah. I don't have any more on her. On Stacey Dash? Uh, she's filming a movie right now called Dogtown. Uh, but I think it's a cartoon. She's doing okay. the voice of a character called Athena. However, she's also in post-production for Roe vs. Wade. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she plays Dr. Mildred Jefferson. Okay. We'll see, your, we'll see how that see goes. See how she does in that. And she just completed a couple of other 
projects called Seventh Secret as well as The Dawn. Uh, sounds like a couple of thrillers. I don't know. I hope they're like suspense. Dark suspense. I know you like your your scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> Next month, it's gonna be my scary month. Mm-hmm. Stacy, we always enjoy you. So let me tell you a little special fun facts that we haven't talked about this person, but we're gonna talk about it. Amber, the character Amber, Sarah Michelle Geller auditioned to be Amber. Okay. But she didn't get it. She had to turn it down because she couldn't get freed from her show, All My Children. Oh, no. Which is my dad's, one of my dad's favorite soap operas. She was Erica Kane's daughter on there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't get off to play Amber. Who else? Zoe Deschanel auditioned for the role of Amber and Cher, and she didn't get it. Okay. I think I could see her as an Amber, to be honest with you. She, she has that sarcastic, like... Yeah, a little bit. A little bit going on. But... Yeah. I didn't realize Zoe Deschanel was that old, though. She's older than us. But that old shit. I, I thought she was, like, my age. Maybe she maybe was... Maybe she's older. Maybe huh? she was an actual teenager, though. Yeah, she could have been actually 18. Yeah. Okay. Like Brittany Murphy and fucking Silverstone. She wasn't 18, but... No, not Alicia Silverstone. She was 19. She was only 19? She was 17 when she got the job. Are we moving to her? It's time, yeah. She's the only one left. She didn't have to audition for this movie. Word. The Amy was working out in the gym. She's on the treadmill watching MTV. And guess what comes on? Aerosmith's music video. Nice. Which Which one? Because she's in a few of them. A couple of them. Yeah. She's in like, two, like three. When I met you, now I'm trying to, to forget, forget you. you. Yeah, so she, she is in uh, at least two of their videos. Uh-huh. And Amy saw her and was like, I want her. Nice. And had someone call her up. They met for lunch. Okay, so check, he cast her. check this out. So Alicia Silverstone is in Aerosmith's Crying. Yep. Amazing. Okay. So crazy. And. Big ones you can look at. Four? Four Aerosmith music videos. Well, because of being in that, she got cast in Clueless, which ended up being her biggest movie. Nice. Do you know who also auditioned to be Cher? Hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Carrie Russell. And Tiffany Thiessen. I can't see them playing this role. Even, uh... I don't know. Tiffany, I actually could see. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, she was in Beverly Hills 90210. And her yeah. character was like a not as ditzy, but pretty close. I don't know. I didn't watch the shows. So Alicia Silverstone did a movie before this as well, though, called The Crush, which was a thriller. And I thought she did a really good job in that movie. The Crush is the one with fucking Princess Bride, right? And she's ups- un- obsessed with him. And he, li- yes. he lives in the family. She's like- a young girl. And she's obsessed with him. Yeah, she was crazy in that movie. He has like a fiance or a girlfriend. He has a fiance and girlfriend. He he rents out like their back house of their house, Mm -hmm. and you know he just minds his business and it is nice to her. But then she gets obsessed with him. Yeah, and she ends up like you know taking the condom out of the trash can and a bunch of kind of things, and eventually tries to kill him and his lady. Which is a movie I feel like we should do because she does a very, very good job in that. And she cray cray. And those are the two movies that I personally think of her when I think of her is 
the crush. Clueless and the crush. Okay. I yeah. think of uh, Blast from the Past. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one, too. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, Tiffany Thiessen was in 90210. Okay. And right. I want to say the later years. She was played, still in it. Yeah. She was in She played a character called uh, Valerie. Yeah. I think of her as the uh, so, son-in-law. She was in there from 94 to 2000s. I think of her from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Kelly Kapowski. But Kelly wasn't... And the ladies' man. I like Kelly... I personally like Kelly more than I like Cher. So that's why I kind of... Okay. Because Kelly cares so much about her friends. Mm -hmm. She is popular and she does popular things, but she doesn't let that... like run her or she doesn't let what party I go to or who I date or whatever like define her she's just like I'm in high school I'm doing what I'm doing I'm having fun I got my you know book smart white friend and you know very rich black friend and Mm -hmm. you know I date fucking Zach Zach fucking Morris Zach motherfucking Morris (laughs) there's no guy cooler than in any TV teen show or movie than Zach fucking Morris Uh, I don't know I'm I'm just saying from Zenobia, that's all I'm saying. Will Smith is pretty cool. God damn it. Jason fades back. High five. You got me on that My one. My condolences. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I met your mother. Um, yeah. Well, um, Alicia Silverstone is doing a new TV show right now. She's filming. It is called The Babysitter's Club. It's a real show, not a reality show. No, no, it's a TV series. Okay. Yeah, she plays. Good, because I used to read those. Elizabeth Thomas Brewer. Okay. They're bringing back a lot of like late '80s, early '90s shows right now. I used like, to read those books about in last the movie. Week with Animaniacs. Yeah. Babysitter Club was a TV show in the '90s. Now they're bringing it back again. Personally, I did not know it was a TV show. Nope. I remember watching the movie and reading the books. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just a movie. But uh, I think it was a show, though. Clueless is a great show. I say look it up on YouTube if you guys can. Nice. Uh, she does a good job. Cher does a fucking good job in the show. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Silverstone obviously does an amazing job in this movie. She herself was 19 filming this movie. She was 17 when she got the role, 19 when they were in the finally filming. It takes that long. Well, yeah, she was probably like about to turn eighteen when they cast her. So, yeah, that makes sense. She, yeah, those are the two movies I think of when I think of her. Well, I am out. You out? I'm out. <laughs> um, I got nothing. I'm exhausted. I am tired. And uh, you know what? I I hot. will say one last thing, and that is my favorite quote of shares from this movie. Ugh, as if. <laughs> what? I don't know. I gotta think of it first. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you a fun fact. You ready? Give and me you're that gonna fun think fact. about your your line. They might not have had a huge budget for this movie, uh-huh. but they spent two hundred thousand dollars on costumes. Yes, they very important. The budget for the costumes were crazy, and there were sixty three outfits for Cher alone. Jesus, and Elisa Silverstone at the time, didn't understand why she had to keep going in for these motherfucking fittings. And she had to keep going in for these fittings. Why? I just don't understand why I need so many clothing. Until she saw the movie. 
and realize. Did she not read the script by this time? I mean, yeah, but maybe it just didn't click. She's only 19. Maybe yeah. it didn't click until she saw it all together. Like, you're right. This I character, do. Des- this character definitely needs constantly. to have her. I mean, she's sitting there getting cute to go downstairs to yell at Josh in the fucking kitchen. Like, mm-hmm. that's just hanging around in the house. If you want to catch Zenobia hanging around in the house, she's brawless. She's wearing a dress and she ain't wearing no makeup. That's for sure. Mm. <laughs> you know, get it. Mm. Send in your resume. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still taking them, you guys. It's real. Yeah. So that's my last fact. So what's your share quote? Oh God, what is my favorite? I don't know if I have a great one. Uh, I love her monologues that she does oh, when shit, she's in debate. Mm-hmm. When. She's like, so if the government can just get to the kitchen. And so, if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I got a fun fact, I forgot. What's up? So in that speech, she says, Hadians. Like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. Yeah. It's Instead Haitians. of Haitians. Alicia Silverstone really thought that Haitians people were called Hadians. <laughs> so Amy, when they she heard her say this, told everybody, don't you correct that bitch. <laughs> Let her keep that because that is hilarious. Uh-huh. We would never would have thought of her saying that when she's trying to <laughs> debate. And... Other than her messing up their name, her debate isn't that bad. It's I think that it's actually pretty good for like a dumbass. <laughs> Mr. Who Hall, how can I answer that? I mean, the topic is Haiti, and she's talking, talking about, about some party. It was his fiftieth birthday. birthday. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It actually wasn't pretty good it was argument. A decent argument. It's a little more uh, like out there. You than yeah. you would expect, but it. But you get what Definitely she's saying. Definitely is congruent. You get what she's saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so she did that herself. That's awesome. Not knowing that she did that herself. Just thinking that's how literally it was supposed to be. But she's 19. And 19, I don't know if I knew what... No, I knew. No, I did. I did know. <laughs> I mostly knew <laughs> I from know. listening to hip-hop. <laughs> I mostly knew because our church at the time would go to Hades and help out people there all the time. So I did uh. know that they weren't called what did she call them hadians hadians they weren't hadians i knew that they were hadians. oh my god yeah share that's a little oh, bit share. Of, <laughs> she, she didn't know but she didn't know she thought good on her <laughs> movie magic right there movie magic <laughs> i think another thing that i like in this movie from her is uh when she's in the car and that pretentious ass fucking college girl is giving Josh a lecture. I hate her so like, much. I think I remember Mel Gibson yeah, well. I think and I remember it, Hamlet accurately. <laughs> well, I remember Mel Gibson accurately. And he didn't say that. It was that, that Polonius guy, guy did. And Josh is like, He's like, bitch, you're right. You are right. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I know she was pretentious. Which Josh is just a college freshman. He's just trying to get some ass. He was he was in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So she called. He's about to get some. You don't really like this girl. <laughs> no. 
She wears a beret, my friend. Ugh. A beret. If you're in college and a bitch wears a beret, run. Run. You don't need her. Because <laughs> she going to lie. She going to be like the chick from fucking How I Met Your Mother with Ted Mosley oh, in college. Oh, I hate that bitch. That going to be her. Ugh. Donna from fucking Donna That 70s from Show. That 70s show. That's, what, that's who she going to be. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've been to college. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Cool, we out. I'll see you guys next week. So it is time for Z for the people. Uh, and Jason kind of helped me come up with a Z for the people. Mm-hmm. Since I've been going through a very dark period this week, losing my dog after 14 years of doggy friendship, um, I decided that I would do a adoptive agency I just want people to go out there and go to rescue shelters and save a dog. Dogs mm-hmm. are one of the best things friends you could possibly ask for. They're the sweetest. They will protect you. They will guard you. They will love you unconditionally. They are excited to see you. You know, unlike cats who mm-hmm. kind of, not that I don't like cats. I was cats just thinking that. That cats, you know, they, they come to you on their own term and, you know, they do their own shit and you just feed them, take care of them. Dogs mm-hmm. on the other hands. They love you. Unconditional love. They look absolutely look for you. They wait for you. They remember all this shit. And I obviously am not going to be getting a dog anytime soon because my heart is fucking broken, and I don't know how I can go through that again. But I will in a couple years probably. And uh, when I do, I'm going to uh, rescue a dog because dogs need to be rescued. There's a lot of people out there who have puppies and they just leave them or drop them off somewhere they don't take care of them mm-hmm. um and dogs need it mm-hmm. and you need dogs and it is scientifically proven that they make you happier yeah and you know they, they scientifically proven to make you happier and you live longer and you live longer so my dog will added some years to my life and mm-hmm. i appreciate it and thank you so we i want everybody dogs in this house we do on this podcast we do so i want everybody to go out there if you are feeling the need to find something to love you that is not a child, because a lot of people our ages are not having kids, trading in dogs for kids. I say trade in some kids for dogs and <laughs> let's go to a dog rescue shelter and rescue some dogs. There is a website called dogrescue.org where you can donate money to help uh, take care of these dogs and you can figure out where you can go to adopt your own dog mm-hmm. and make your house happy because my house is sad right now because we don't have a dog. So Yeah. And I will say go to a, a rescue shelter before you go to a dog breeder. Like I'm yes. I know people want like a specific dog, this, that and the other, but uh you'd be surprised at what kind of dog you'll fall in love with just yeah. by going to a rescue shelter. Yeah. But it's it's just a different relationship. Completely different relationship i don't know where i would be without robin and at the same time i am terrified of the day that eventually every dog owner will have to face but i wouldn't trade that one day when you have to say goodbye for all the years that you get before that day i understand but that one day is a fucking tough ass one day yeah it was very, very tough to see to have to put my dog down because he was old and sick and it was just time. 
and I, I couldn't have him in pain anymore just to make me happy. So, I mean, it, it was tough, but being a co-owner of Robin, mm-hmm. I still get my doggy fix once a week. So, you can please, <laughs> please, you guys go out there and adopt a dog. Yeah, and need, they need homes. Make and a you friend. need a, and you need a dog because you they are a, people. You need a dog more than you realize. Yeah, because they are really your best friend. Mm-hmm. They really are. They're there when you're having sex with your husband or wife. Robin, come here. They are there when you are at the park flirting with somebody. No. They give make you give exercise. The endorphins that are released in your brain when you see how happy your dog is to see you. You can't you can't substitute that. So. That is my Z for the people. Put me in my puppy. Oh my God. I don't even want it. So, you guys, please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, Podbean, all that, of all that stuff. If you guys have a Hollywood close encounter, please send it to us a lights, camera, cocktail, no S at gmail.com. Are you rubbing your dog in? The love. The love. That comes. All right, Robin, right here on my fucking uh, notebook. And our niece is always like, that's Robin. That's Robin. That's Robin. You got anything else to say? Uh, Tune in next week because it is October month coming up, people. October. Zenobia's favorite month for the podcast, I might say. Uh, It probably is. Arguably your favorite month. October. And 420 April are my <laughs> two true. favorite months. That's true. Not only is April my birthday, but I get to do 420 movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. those are. This is my upcoming month. And this is uh, one of my favorite movies nice. of, of Halloween. For Halloween? Yeah. It is one of my favorites as well. It's one of many people's favorites. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off October we're gonna light. We're going to start light. We're going to ease into the scary. <laughs> yeah. So, uh yeah, let's see how this scene turns out. Jason is playing double people. I am playing double people because we were supposed to have a guest, but uh, I got this. You got this. Got I'm not this. worried about you. You double you double casting all the time, so <laughs> let's do this. Open up these characters here. Oh, joy, what luck. This is perfect for that little toe-headed brat. We have a child. <laughs> and look, Winnie, more children are coming. Come on in. Winnie, Winnie, we're going to make the potion because, Winnie, we have the book. We don't have the time. Besides, I want to get that little rat-faced kid that called me. Oh, don't say it, Winnie. Ugly? (laughs) Oh, honey. She really hurt my feelings. She's jealous of you. She doesn't even know me. She's so stupid. Come, little children, I'll take thee away. Well, we're giving it away. We're giving it away. All right, people, that is our scene for next week. Next week, if it's you don't know what it is, very very obvious, and you know it's a great it fucking movie, and we are excited. Are you gonna wear a costume? I might wear a costume. I think I do have a costume. Yeah, yeah, I will. We are gonna wear some costumes. I will. Tune in next week. Tune in next week where I take a needle and thread and I sew fucking Jason's mouth shut. What the fuck? I mean, it goes with the movies. I'm not.
playing that character. You are now. Boo, boo, boo. Sit up your show. I'm just joking. Wench. <laughs> Troll up. All right. Well, you buck tooth bag of hell. He's like, I always want to say that. He's I've like, waited centuries to say that. Who cares? Just talk <laughs> that way. God. <laughs> All right, well. All right, you guys, that is our show. We yes. appreciate you so much. Uh, let us know next week. Email us, tag us, post uh, your adoptions. We want to see them. Yeah, em. please show me your. Uh, we want to see all the puppies. Mm, yes, because I will get another puppy. It's just going to take me a minute. Jason is a great name for a dog, I'm just saying. And so is Zenobium. Or Will. Or Will. Will actually was a really great name. Nice. And uh, I will be getting him back in his ashes so that I can keep him forever close to me. We'll see you guys right here next week on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. Whatever. If she doesn't do the assignment. I can't, I can't do mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs>